Hello and welcome to the Hi. bit of juggling. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, I'm really I'm not in the mood. Oh shit! Yeah, very good, very good, very yeah. good, very good, very yeah. good. <laughs> Just getting it all out the way. <laughs> Just getting it all out the way. You know. <laughs> okay. The worst opening ever. Yeah, but I'm yeah. not deleting it. Okay. I'm okay. not deleting All it. Alright, good. No, they'll, yeah. they'll be in with it. They'll, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> 15 uh, episodes in. Yeah. Okay, yeah. anyway, uh, hello. Welcome to the Kenneth's 2 hi. Show, episode 15. Hi. 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 How, how is everybody? Well, I'm, I'm Stuart Jep, and this no, is. The... How, how is everybody? I'm waiting. Cause I can't You're really... waiting for their answer. Well, we record these live, right? Yeah. Well, and Thanks, that, guy, that, that twat said he's a bit busy, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Kev. No, okay. Who cares? How are you? Oh, I'm fine, thank you. Good. How are you? No. No? Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, well, so, what's, what's, what's today, Stu? Um, well, well, today's topic is going to be Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright? The cinema of Edgar Wright. The cinema of Edgar Wright? The what? cinema of Edgar why are we, Wright. Why are we doing this again? Because uh, I said, hey, maybe we should do one about Edgar Wright, and you went, yeah. <laughs> I went, all right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh. Shite. And like, and like egg, a, egg a shite. Egg a shite. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, primarily yeah, what he's, yeah, yeah. he's No, I do, ho- I do hope he's killed. Though. No, I don't hope that. That's too far. It's too far. You hope, far. You, you hope he's killed who? Uh, oh, himself. Uh, yeah. I don't hope that. You can't go into that. prison for killing yourself. You can. How? I, well, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think it well, through. Maybe, maybe you should have. Maybe you should have done some research. Well, I didn't think it would on, come up on why your abortion pill. I didn't think it would. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. another another one percent of there. Yeah, yeah. It's just the day for them, isn't it? Yeah, this is the day for them. Yeah, yeah worst worst episode ever. Yeah, worst. Yeah. It's episode terrible. It's ever. really bad. Like yeah. the, the, we're going to get one star iTunes reviews, and it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> it's like it's nobody's going to review it. On iTunes. Well, as as per usual, we're going to yeah. start off by talk, think, talk, looking at some things that we've seen lately. Starting off with some trailers, like we always do. Trailers. Yeah, yeah. we always. We always do that. Yeah, we always. We've never not done that. We've never done we've that. Never not apart done that. from the first like ten episodes. Yeah. Well. I'm going to move my chair now. So Ken, I need you to keep talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Why? What did you? What did you need to do that for? I don't know. You're not told. It's the Ken and Stu show. Well, you're telling me now. That's not right. Well, I'm taller than you anyway. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Oh, I, yeah. that's, why would you say that I'm not? Oh yeah, I forgot. Like, I forgot one, you were one, one in, Yeah, I am mahusive in every single way except penis weight, which wise I'm quite small penis. Yeah, I, I definitely outrank mm. you in that. Yeah, you definitely do. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, you know what? I'm not ashamed to admit that. You know, no, that's cool. That's cool. And I'm uh, glad you yeah. admitted it. You um, know, and maybe, maybe one day you'll get to you know do something with it. But well, maybe I'd piss with it. Oh, that does count. Yeah, it's okay. That's as good. That's, that's as a, good as sex. That's only, it's like people who tell me upgrade my phone. Like, fuck yeah. off. All yeah, you, you need don't to need do to. Is phone. No, all you need like, to do is piss. Why don't you do a sex? Excuse me. Like pissing. <laughs> yeah, same basic thing, thing isn't it? Yeah. Just exactly. getting liquid coming out of the dick. Same, same thing. Same basic thing. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. All you haters, go away. Yeah, I mean, you know, to be fair to them, it's rubbish compared to sex. But like, How would you know? Yeah, well, because I've, I've had it. And yeah, I'm but you can piss. I can piss. I can do both. You can not the same time. <laughs> well, I saw a plane card with that one at once, and it was horrible. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it, was it wasn't just a conventional a... deck. Holding open. Yeah. yeah I'll did... <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the for the people who aren't here, which is all of you, Ken, Ken was miming, holding open a vagina, 
And in the actions of doing so, he elbowed something off my desk. I just want to get like that. No, this is the kind of podcast you've tuned into. I'm if sorry. You're a new, if, so you're sorry. A new, if you're a new listener, I, I know you've already left. But yeah. Like, like, <laughs> if you know, you're a faithful if listener. If you haven't, thank you for persevering. Yeah, if you're a faithful listener, you're yeah. right on board with this. And yeah, you're... thank you for persevering. You know, mm-hmm. I, we do appreciate it because we know this is awful. Because yeah. the opening uh, is always awful. Yeah. Thinking of things that end with the word or or begin with the word no. or. Oh, no, I see what you're doing now. Uh, we watched the trailer for Thor. Thor, ooh. The, Thor ooh, the Ragnarok. I mean, my expectations were confounded, and from thence the, the humor arose. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 yeah. We, we did we did Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Rocks. Get Thor your ro- Ragnarok. Get your Ragnaroks off. Nice, like yeah. the Rolling Stones. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I fancy a Ragn reel. What? A rag wagon wheel. I don't know. <laughs> it's Ragnarok week. Yeah, that's, that's very nice. School of School of Ragnarok. Oh, nice. Yeah. Rag, nice. Rag, okay. Rag, that's. Ragnarok. Shagna- <laughs> so Ken, what did you think of the um, what did you think of the trailer for Thor um, Ragnarok? Um, for the the new one, for the, the trailer for Thor Ragnarok. Th- Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Fraggle Rock. From Fraggle Rock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah nice. That's, Thanks, man. That's that's, yeah. that's the top of yeah. the title. We're just one. talking to ourselves at this point. Story. Yeah. <laughs> so, Thor. Eh? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Jeff. Um, we sincerely apologize. Apologize. Yeah. Wow. You can do so much with that. Well, you really can. You really can. Yeah. Okay. Especially did, if you don't give a shit about I mean, it making sense or being if, good. If they if they kept the Thor series going for like twenty years, they yeah. would eventually run out. But it would take yeah. twenty years mm. for them to do it. Yeah. But of course, you know they've got that sort of PG thirteen thing going. Yeah. They ain't gonna do half of that. No, they're not. No. Yeah. They ain't gonna do Shagnarok. No, they're not. No. They only could. Well, why? Why not? Well, why, I don't see why not. I mean, op- you know, they op- opened things up a bit. Wasn't wasn't Austin Powers PG thirteen? They say shag all the time in that. Um, yeah. Or was it R rated? I uh, know it was. Uh, ooh, I don't know now. Thorstein Powers. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Thor rag- Anyway, enough of this. It's been like nearly six, it's been nearly six minutes of just. Dribbling. You are joking. Uh, we're going to talk about Thor Ragnarok now. All right, um, Thor Ragnarok. I thought the second trailer for Hang Thor Ragnarok was <laughs> really. <laughs> God, man. Unless you want me to drip snot on you. Well, I don't want that right now. Okay, well, that's um, why I did I'd that. I'd prefer you not to do that. That's why I had to um, do that. Okay, Thor Ragnarok, person, my personal opinion was the second trailer, uh, yeah, it, it looked good. It looked fun. It looked really fun. I mean, you know, it's the same as all the other Marvel movies, but, you know, it looked fun. Well, <laughs> it, well it, it didn't, as I was sort of saying to you, it didn't engage me just immediately, uh, as much as the first one did, because yeah. the second one does not have Immigrant Song over it, no. which is just an immediate It has sort of, some like, sort of, like... Like what I guess they would call synthy music in there, but I uh, guess it would, yeah, yeah, because they are trying to get the whole well, they, they, retro eighties vibe thing. Yeah, where, it feels it feels a bit yeah. retro. Right? The, t- yeah. the way the titles look are very retro yeah. as well. Um, yeah, good trailer. Um, I don't know that it spoils quite a bit, but it does Maybe. set us up for what the the actual fucking yeah. main thrust of the thing is going to be. Can I just say, Kate Blanchett, even with that massive um, antler headdress, looks sexy as hell. Yeah, it makes, um, me, it makes me a bit thorny. No. Oh, thorny. Oh, you turned it on its head and you thorny. Thor. Yeah. Thorny. Yeah, I see what you did. Yeah. Um, keeping it low key. They, yeah, so he's got a bit more of a presence in this trailer. It looks like he's yeah. actively quite involved. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to just that one shot him in the last one. Yeah, with the knives. Yeah. And Hulk, Hulk, obviously, Hulk, just the standout. I just want more Hulk. Yeah. You know, and I mean, Hulk. I'm glad they're not doing like a standalone Hulk movie. Well, I'm glad they're not doing Planet Hulk. 
Yeah, well, I'm they're kind of mixing that into that. I'm really bit. glad that they're incorporating elements of that. Now people will shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what are you going to do with Planet Hulk <laughs> What are you doing, Planet Hulk? What are you going to do with World War? Goodness gracious. <laughs> Thor. Thor. <laughs> world, world Thor. World, world Thor Hulk. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Took, took a while. Took nice. a while. Got there. Got in the end. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do with the World Great. War Hulk movie? Great. Don't care. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. This podcast will get no better. I know. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, I just I'm sick out of everybody, breath with how good it is. Sick of everybody going on about Planet Hulk, man. I'm just like, okay, there are. I'm sure there are other Hulk stories. I don't know them because I never read the comics. There aren't any other Hulk stories. There are though. No. Well, how did he survive for like 70 years of comics? He went to Planet Hulk for 70 years. No. Yeah. That didn't happen though, did it? Lying. Lying. It didn't happen. I lied. You're lying to me and you're lying to them. I'm now, sorry, listeners. I'm sorry, listeners. Okay. I just want to apologise to all the yeah. listeners. I'm really sorry that I said the thing which wasn't true. Okay, um, um, but no, it, it looks it, it looks like a higher tier like Marvel movie. Could, could be up there, yeah, yeah. yeah. De- could definitely be up it, there. It looks I, good. And, and you know, my my basic opinion on the Marvel movies is they they never really fall beneath entertaining throughout. Yeah, yeah. Which I can't we, think which, of any which we'll get to. Which we'll I can't get to think later. of any where I've actually been. Where I've actually wait for it. Thor. Thought that it was like this is a bad movie. And that, why do you, why do you keep doing that? Thought, like I thought because it's Thor. Yeah. Like same exact joke we were just talking about like five seconds ago, and now you now you're pretending like you don't remember what? in order to make me look foolish. Yeah. <laughs> sick, I'm sick of your shit, Ken. Uh, hey, cool. Well, you know, why don't you change it to the the Stu and fucking Tales show? Okay, I'd love yeah. to Tales to come on the show. All right, I love Tales. It's unlikely. Yeah, because yeah, he's not real. We were just gonna say, you know, unless you voice him, it's just like, yeah. oh, Stu, I'm your best friend and your biggest fan in the whole world. No, why don't you stick around and you be Tales? All right, okay. Um, <laughs> but no, it looks like it's gonna be good. Yeah, that's I, October. I do like. I mean, presumably this is gonna be a. Fairly big setup for Infinity War, and yeah, nothing in the trailer indicates that at all. If you can hear any noises in the background, it's because my neighbour is uh, having a fuck. I live next door to like a quarry or something. You, you do live next door a quarry, yeah. a school, and like what else? Um, Church, and and a man who just manufactures musical instruments and tests them in a, in a hangar. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, should be good. Should be good. Yeah, and um, and that's coming up the same basic day as uh, as the next one we're going to talk about, which is Jigsaw. Yeah. Now, as if you're a regular Saw listener, Legacy. yeah, if you're a regular listener to um, the Kenneth Stu show, which is, which is this show, which you obviously are, because we don't get new listeners. Well, you don't you don't um, start with episode fifteen. No, you unless don't. Unless you're no a mental. Uh, yeah. Then uh, you will know that we have a bit of a soft spot for the old Saw series, despite the fact we're well aware it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, fair. that's we, fair. We we have, and I think it's a kind of a, a mutual sort of friendly tradition thing at this point, which yeah. is we um we we've made so many jokes about them, and we've been to see so many of them that it's almost like oh, there's a new one. We've got to go. We've got to go and see it. Even though know? I don't want it. No, I I mean I, I do want to, but well, only but not not under the delusion that it might be good. I, I legit don't want to mm. go, and Stu's forcing me to go. So this is a genuine cry for help, people. Yeah. Pass this on to the authorities and let them know. Yeah. The authorities. Nice. Yeah. Very good segue. Yeah. Jig Thor. The, the, the authorities. 
Jigsaw. That doesn't, doesn't work as well. Doesn't, doesn't work as well. Jigsaw, does though. We we really need to just get off Jigsaw now. Yeah, um, we do. Uh, we, but, but basically, it looks like every other Saw movie except somehow well, it worse. Does, but the, the 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 thing that made me crease about this trailer, and yeah. I, I I haven't looked at the trailers for the other ones in quite a while, so maybe yeah. they do this as well. But it looked like it wasn't actually any game to the traps. It was just like I'm going to put you in a trap and you're going to die. Yeah. And it it was edited to look just like the dead. They're all yeah. dead. Um, I find that quite funny. Yeah. Um. The thing of, um, you know, his... Yeah, Jigsaw's like, oh, who cares? <laughs> oh, okay. It's like the eighth movie or something. Just, just going to kill you. Just, yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to kill what? you. I was just going to saw you. Want to smoke? I forget it. <laughs> yeah, <don't laughs> nice. Know. Brand X third, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which episode um, of um, The X-Files was that again? Was that the one where um, where, where <laughs> Tobin Bell played the uh, cigarette bloke in Brand X, yeah, in season seven? Was it that yeah, one? Yeah. One percenter. Yeah, one percenter. One percenter. One, one per sorter. Shut up. Okay. Every single joke in this episode is like a joke only me and Ken would get. So, exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah. So this, this is, yeah, it's just for us. It's really. an absolute failure. Um, <laughs> like in yeah, every regard. The the opening sort of jigsaw narration, him saying, oh, the other game's simple because the best ones are, and then just increasingly, like, Shots of convoluted traps. Well, he says just, all the all the best games are simple, but then when you think about that in real life, um, like Ludo is shit and Twilight Imperium is great. So what the fuck? Scrabble's great. Yeah, but that's not really simple. It requires it involves every single word in the English language. It's not convoluted though, is it? A little bit because like, you can play the word convoluted and words. make quite a lot of points. I, I, <laughs> okay, yeah, convoluted. What? See that, in, that itself was convoluted. Do you see? I'm working on many humor levels that you'll never comprehend because you're a fucking pleb. Damien Thorne. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. it. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So yeah. Jigsaw. Yeah. No, we're gonna we're gonna go. Obviously, yeah, we, are, yeah. we are gonna go. But basically, I mean, he's kind of making a twofer of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna um, go and see Jigsaw and Thor. Yeah. In the same day, and we're gonna host yeah. a mini event called Jigthor. Jigthor. You're you welcome. know what? You... Any listeners welcome to come. Yeah. Any listeners welcome to come. Except yeah. except um, Tom. Yeah, you're not welcome be, to come. Be, Fuck be, you. Because he's just in, posting increasing nonsense to us. Yeah. Um, Leanne, because she doesn't speak to you anymore. Yeah. After last she's, time. She says we're not friends now. No, yeah. that's right. Um, she's rightfully walked away from me. Yeah. Hades, if he's listening, he's not invited. He's not listening. Um, Spence, you piss your pants. Yeah, you're not coming. You wouldn't, you weren't invited anyway, Spence. No. Um, who else? Anyone, everyone else. Oh, Pete, Pete, he can't come. He's in Spain. Yeah, everyone else is not invited. Also, Every, everyone else. But you, but by all means, come. Yeah, if you want to like fund the trip, feel free to PayPal us. But <laughs> we don't want you to come. Yeah, you should do a Patreon. We're not the kind of people. <coughs> yeah, Patreon, get us the fuck to Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pay for our raising fifteen fifty. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be difficult. Isn't yeah, it? Um, um, yeah. The, the only interest point for me, and I must, yeah. I must state this, and I think we're of similar. Oh yes, yes. The only interest point for me is because it is now like seven years after the last one, which and the ending of it was really awesome, but the rest of the film was utter shit. Yeah, and it's like okay, they keep referencing in the trailer the fact that he's dead. Like okay, are you gonna go generic, just apprentice like copycat bullshit, or are you gonna pull something spectacularly ridiculous out of the bag? I'm really hoping the latter. I really hope the latter. It's it's gonna be if if the if we end up at the end of the film and it's like, yeah, he was just copying him, I'm going to be absolutely disappointed. Yeah, me uh, too. And I'm not going to go and see another one. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, because we're this... seeing every single. I will pay for your damn ticket if I have to, but we're no, seeing every no. single one. Yeah, well, you, well, you can also pay for my train ticket. You can also pay me £10,000. Okay. Um, on top of each film. But okay, sure. Um, I got, if, it. I got if, the money. If it pulls something ridiculous like the bag, like it's a jigsaw clone or yeah. they just. You just 
didn't die, or yeah. it's like his twin brother, or something like that, and it keeps Tobin Bell in it for another eight films, I'll be in. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Um, I believe coming out before that is It, is that right? It's yeah. the end of September, I believe. Yeah, for, uh, beginning of September. Yes, be- oh, it's quite soon. Yeah. Uh, um, this, now this looks shit hot. Yeah. The, yeah. Shit it hot. Yeah, it really... Ooh. Nice. Nice. Now, when, yeah. from now on, when we say it, we're talking about the film, not the pronoun. And yeah. that counts all the time. Like, I, no matter whenever we say it, like just then, it always means the film, no matter what the context, no matter it. when, whether it's on the podcast or in real life, now, ten years from now, any time, we're always talking <laughs> about the film, okay? It's like earlier when we were talking about the It Crowd, and it's, yeah, the just, it crowd, it's yeah. a sitcom based around the gaggle of Pennywises. Yeah. Um, yeah. It d- didn't, didn't work. Down yeah. here, you'll float too. Oh, great, uh, Richard. Brick. Oh, what, what's that operating system you're using? Is it Windows 95? That's a bit outdated. Let me kill your kids for yeah. it. Let, come down the drain and I'll skin you. <laughs> don't, don't you want a copy of XP? Richard, I you it? it? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had enough of him. Uh, yeah, um, I'd like him to die too. Yeah, um, under the syrup. I'd like him to float. In the syrup. Yeah, um, face down in his own yeah, fucking toilet. The, 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 the new... <laughs> <laughs> Should traffic wardens be armed? Yeah. In the street? Yeah, 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 yeah. In the toilet. Of, um. yeah. <laughs> Should traffic wardens be armed? Should I keep murdering children <laughs> in my pants. house? <laughs> Why? <laughs> How they going to fit in his pants? This is a very, very weak uh, segue. Let's move on yeah, to talk about it a bit okay, more. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, uh, new trailer um, sets up a bit more uh, an idea in the book that I really liked, which is that it's not just like that the clown is terrifying the kids. It's mm. the fact that the, the entity that it is has an influence over the entire town. So, like, you, you see a quick cut of... Like I think it's Ben, the the, the fat kid, yeah, getting, getting bullied. bullied, and that woman just drives past him, yeah, and doesn't do anything. But then you see a, a balloon come in the yeah. back seat, and like, yeah. oh yeah, because th- this is actually this malignance yeah, is just taking over the entire time. Yeah. I I really like that. I hope they do stuff with that in the film because that was no doubt they will. Yeah, it was not. It was not particularly well covered in the miniseries, no. um, which is an element I felt like, oh yeah, you could you could have done something with that. Given that it was like three hours long, I'm like, yeah, yeah. you could have covered some of that. Um, yeah, it it just it looks really good. Although it's difficult to tell. Um, I mean, I have liked the trailers, and I have liked what I've seen of the film in the trailers, but it it's it's a very sort of standard horror trailer ploy. To just yeah, do a bunch of sort of jump scares. That the thing, the the thing is, it, 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 the look of it. I was quite down on it first. Yeah, you said it was the way like, it was saturated and everything. But yeah. now I look at it and I think, no, what they're doing is they're kind of subverting that kind of Americana look, mm. which is what the book does. Obviously, it's like your small town, what Derry, wasn't it? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but they're they're doing they're taking the look of a film like something like Stand by Me, also you know by Stephen King, based on the body. Yeah. But they're applying it to some real like. Not, not, they're, really, they're subverting it with real sort of horror and, yeah. and the really bright kind of colours really work in the basement scene when you see the kid in the in the Mac and he just really stands out with the bright yeah, yellow and, it's, and obviously it works, every time they introduce the red balloon that really yeah, stands yeah, out and, well. and I'm, I'm liking it, it's grown on me you know? it's, it's sort yeah. of like, I mean it looks I think we were saying the last time it looks sort of, sort of Spielbergian a little bit, um, yeah, yeah, yeah but the saturation of those colours makes it reflect... Okay, so, I mean, in the Spielberg films, the kids are not in particularly mortal danger. No, There's no. an element of that, but it's just, it's like, you know, 
an edge of it. So, yeah. But this, you could almost say like the saturation of the colours is to yeah. the point that, yeah, it's a similar sort of adolescence My main, thing, my con- sorry, go on. They, they, they are in actually in real trouble. This my, my concern is, that, I mean, is it R? Do we know if it's R rated? Yeah, it is. My concern yeah. is if they will compromise it. Because not not, I mean, there is stuff in that book that should be in the film as we well, the, well, the, no, don't don't even bring the, it up. the group show. Don't, no, you brought it up. I brought it up. You, yeah. you, you talk about compromising the book. Yeah, you got to mention but, the group show. Yeah, there is stuff in the film in the books that I don't think that, that won't make the film. But I hope that they don't shy away from the danger, so to speak. Yeah, uh, that's my main concern at this point. I, I mean, I'm sure they won't with an R rating, 15 rating, you know, or whatever it's going to mm, be. Yeah, but it's. You yeah, know, like the bits. Of, I, I know that studios are, are sort of—is it the word reticent, 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 reticent yeah. to harm children? You mm. know, and you know, you for it, you sort of have to. Like, well, you, yeah, you do. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, all I need to see is that shot of the kid looking in the drain, and I get fucking creeps. You yeah, know what I mean, and yeah. I think, I mean, you can, you can indicate that stuff without being graphic. Yeah, I don't think it. No, I don't want it to be graphic. I just don't want them to just cut away every time anything happens. No, no. I mean, you, you have got the the things sort of going on. Like there, there's older kids that get involved as well. Obviously, yeah, yeah, a yeah, group yeah. of bullies, and one of them is murdered. Yeah. Um, they Spoiler. might. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say who though. Yeah. But it's like you could almost, if you wanted to depict something a bit more visually. Yeah. It's. You know, you can you can lean into that because they're sort of older. I, I don't know yeah, how they're yeah. gonna, I don't know how they're going to play it. Actually, yeah, I'm really looking forward to. I it. look forward to finding out how they're yeah. going to play it. Hey, hey, hey. So, shall we move on from trailers? Uh, is, that, now, is that all we got? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got two movies we saw yesterday, and I want to talk about them sort of afterward because I want to very briefly mention a couple of movies I've seen that Ken hasn't. Okay, go for it. Uh, first of all, I saw Dunkirk in IMAX. Um, Christopher Nolan Dunkirk. And oh, uh, Dunkirk, Dunkirk, nice. Yeah. And I'd never seen, um, I'd never seen a film in IMAX before. So yeah, I, was quite, I think I was... no matter what I saw, I'd probably have been impressed as shit. Well, I mean, I my first IMAX film was The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, and we have talked for like yeah. two hours about my problems with that film. Yeah. But as I said to you at the time, like the third time I went to see it, when I saw it in the IMAX, I was like, I forgot all the problems I had yeah. with it and just got blown away. But I was actually really excited yeah. that this was your first IMAX yeah. experience. I thought it would be a good one. The aerial the aerial stuff in Dunkirk is at, looks astonishing mm. in IMAX. Like, I don't want to watch it on the telly or computer no. or the small screen. I just don't want to do it. Like, yeah. I, I, it would have been... It would. I mean, if I'd seen it first on the... Yeah. Well, we... Uh, yeah. Me and Amy saw yeah. about six minutes of it um, uh, before we saw Rogue One yeah. at the BFI at IMAX. IMAX yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah, that would yeah. be an experience. You yeah. Know? I mean, if uh, I get nothing out of it. And I'm not going to spoil it, but I would say I, I thought it was really strong. I thought some of the narrative stuff it did was a little bit confusing. It felt like they were being confusing for the sake of it to some degree, mm. uh, which I didn't like. But it's. I think it's... As much as I really enjoy the Dark Knight trilogy, and I and I do, I it's, it's probably the strongest Nolan thing I've seen. Um, it's... There's almost no dialogue. I mean, there is dialogue, but it's so limited. You know, right. okay. it's all about sort of terror and fear, and not so much about blood and death, which mm. I quite liked. I mean, yeah. there is death, but it doesn't linger on it like a lot of war films. Like you know, yeah. there's no Private Ryan style. Oh god, this is fucking horrible. Kind of. Which I mean, but yeah. in, in the context of that film, oh well, like, that's when, a great, that's a great when, film. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. But uh, I, pref- I I appreciated the fact that they've made a sort of. War film, everyone can sort of go and see, you know. Right. Um, and it was nice to see something that's more about the sort of scale of it, you mm. know. And and there's not there is sort of personal stories, but it is more about scale. 
It's a really beautiful thing, I think. Um, so it's not that it doesn't do the um, Titanic thing. Of no, it's not like there's using, one using guy the disaster who, as this backdrop. No, and, but yeah, it's not like this one guy like solves everything. No, you, you haven't yeah. got to create an imaginary personal yeah, story. Yeah. Okay, it, it's good. Um, I also saw War for the Planet of the Apes. Which I'll probably hold off on because I imagine we might do an apes episode at some point. Well, maybe. You, you pitched this to me, but yeah. I, I don't want it. <laughs> well, maybe at some point we could just talk about the reboot series as a whole. Then. Yeah, I, I mean, because I, yeah, yeah. I, sadly, in terms of like catching up for a, yeah. uh, this podcast, I didn't get a chance to see either of these yet. So yeah. I, I will get round to them. But for sure. uh, I would just say, in short, I thought it was good. I, while I would think Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, I would pretty much give five out of five. I'd probably give this. Either I probably give it a pretty low four, honestly. Uh, it's, I think it's a good conclusion, but there are a few bits where it just descends into kind of you need to really you need to be really open to okay, he's representing something now. He's stopped being a character. He represents an idea now, like, right. and that's it's hard to explain what I mean exactly. But there is stuff that happens that doesn't really make sense unless you interpret Caesar as having moved on from being a character to being symbolic of the apes as a, as a sort of whole. It's hard to explain. Right. But isn't um, that... There's stuff like... It's it's weird. It's weird. It's a good it, movie. Isn't that sort of where he ends up in the context of the series, anyway? Yeah, he does. He, he does, he, he does he, become a He does. So that's an interesting That's an interesting thing, actually. I hadn't thought of that. Mm. But uh, no, so, it's it's good. It was good stuff. Yeah. And, uh, okay. Woody Harrelson, I was really angst, 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 antsy that he was going to be shit. Yeah, so was I. Uh, he's not. He's, he's really good. When I saw him, yeah. I was like... That yeah. feels like a step down. He's really good. Nothing against Woody Harrelson at all. It's just like, no. oh God, he's the lead in this. Yeah. Uh, he's not in it that much. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he has one scene, or two scenes, that I think are really sodding effective as well. Okay. I would say, if I can criticise anything else, it's... Uh, there's a comic relief character who I feel is a little bit misplaced, but I still liked him by the end. Is it a poo emoji? Uh, no. And... Uh, <laughs> it's an... It's, 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 it's Nice. Um, hey. Uh, there's also a... Um, uh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, Christ. It, uh, it's gone. No. It's gone. Can't have been that good. No, there, no, it can't have been that important, really. No. Uh, it, it was good. I'm trying to think of the other thing I was going to fault, and it's just completely gone, so it can't have been okay. that important. Okay. God damn it. If it comes to me again, I'll interrupt in the middle of we're talking about like World's End or something. And I'll just be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing with the <laughs> monkey. Like, so when he picks up the pie, yeah. oh, shit, Planet yeah. of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it was nice. It was a good film. I'm glad I saw it. I don't think it's the ending it could have been. You know, I think Dawn was way better. Is it without sort of spoiling anything? Yeah. Does it seem like it ends the reboot series? Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean they 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 could make another one, mm. but I don't know why they would. Mm. Okay, you know. Okay, interesting. Uh, it, it doesn't. You, it, oh yes, I remember now. Um, yeah, Woody Harrelson. He. Uh, yeah, if anything, it's a little bit undercooked what he what he's got to do. But I think he works well with the scissors material. I think okay. he works really well with his material. It, it was good. It was a good movie, and I'm glad I saw it. Uh, yeah, I, I am looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. I mean, the summer has been pretty dismal, to be yeah. honest. Um, you know, I've seen. Well, in terms of what you've not seen, I've seen things like The Mummy, which was yeah. total bollocks. Yeah. Uh, Transformers, which was total bollocks. Oh god, yeah, that's the, that's two attempts now to create a Universal Monsters universe that yeah. they failed, isn't it? Like Pirates Five, which was total bollocks. Yeah. Um, and it was like, oh god, is the summer ever going to get good? When's Blade and, Runner coming out? Uh, Blade Runner's not out until October. Oh Christ, that October's busy. <laughs> yeah, October's quite a busy month. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, God, I was just like, I'm, I'm. When I saw that these two were coming, I thought, well, I should have a reasonably good time with these. But the first time I thought that the summer was going to be any, any cop, really, uh, was 
by the one we saw yesterday. Ah, uh, yes. Let's talk about that right now. Okay, let's get in. Yeah, uh, we, right me now. and Ken saw two films yesterday. We saw Spider-Man: Homecoming, and then we saw Baby Driver. And obviously, we'll talk about Baby Driver towards the end. When we, yeah, when we talk yeah, about so that, that will come at the uh, end. But, but yeah, we saw Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah. Um, so I, Ken, what did you think of Spider-Man: Homecoming? Well, I had already seen it, obviously, because yeah. I, I went to the IMAX <laughs> yeah. to, to see it. Um, first impressions was. I was constantly engaged all the way through. I thought I, I really liked it. it, it the palette seemed uh, really sort of golden. Yeah. Um, you know, like the, the the backdrop in New York, it always it always had just had this golden vibe, really vibrant primary colors in it. Um, it felt really light, breezy, constantly funny. Um, I thought a lot of the elements in it worked really well within the context of an MCU Spider-Man film. And I came out really impressed. Um, your reaction to it yeah. yesterday was kind of subdued, actually, and I, I was not—I was not prepared for that. So, yeah, if if you want to just like get um, into, I, I like you, I was entertained throughout to some degree. Like I wasn't bored by it. Like I have been a lot of movies I've seen. Like you know, like something like Batman vs Superman, where mm. I'm either bored or annoyed or I can't tell what's going just on. Fucking angry. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spider-Man: Homecoming, like. There, I mean, thinking about it more, because yesterday I was telling you I couldn't think of something that stood out that I liked. Yeah. I liked the interactions that he had uh, with sort of New York. Mm. I, I liked like the scene where he at the beginning where he goes to the sandwich place and he talks in Italian to the guy. Yeah. Uh, I liked that whole sequence because it felt like he, it felt like they were making a, a world that he already existed in, and you were just kind of observing it. Yeah. And that felt convincing. And I liked that. Mm. But, I mean. I found like I think I thought it reminded me a little bit of a I suppose as a big Spider-Man fan this is really me being a fanboy and being like no I want Spider-Man to be like this as right. opposed to embracing what it's actually like. Yeah. But I thought that the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield series for all their flaws I thought they 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 kept to that really nicely. I thought MCU Spider-Man was um just the same as the other heroes. He he was like I mean, yeah, he's a wisecracker, but he didn't really show almost any emotion at all until the buried under rubble scene towards the end. Mm. By the way, spoilers in this podcast yeah. for Spider-Man. Yeah, they're going to be and, spoilers. And uh, one of the things of Spider-Man is that it's kind of melodramatic, and everything is uh, like if if it, there's always something that's hugely emotional running through it. Mm. And for me, that wasn't quite there. Uh, like Aunt May, like I was saying to you, is supposed to be this vul vulnerability. Mm. And no, she's like this feisty, like Latino on who everyone wants to shag now. Yeah, and it's weird. Uh, that's that's, that's weird. not just Stu being Stu, by the way. That's, that, that's, is actually, that, is, that is actually well, a, that's a point. More keep... or less, all of her characterization in the movie is people want to have sex with her. Yeah, um, I mean that's that's completely a little bit unreasonable, but well, yeah, I mean it is a it is yeah. a, a point that keeps coming up. Yeah, yeah. but. And and to me, it, for me, it robs Spider Man a little bit of something because he's meant to be this underdog, and you know he's on this academic decathlon team mm. thing, and you know there's Flash who doesn't like him and is a jerk to him, mm. but you know he's not that much of a jerk to him. He doesn't. Nobody fights him. He's not like, you know, he's he's friends with with um, what's her name, uh, Liz, yeah. and she seems to be the most popular girl pretty much in the school, mm. except she's also on the academic decathlon team. Yeah, And to me, that loses something, because, you know, you've got the sequence in the original Ra Raimi Spider-Man, where he's, um, you know, literally having lunch thrown at him, getting the shit beaten out of him, and yeah. everyone laughs at him on the school. And, you know, people wouldn't do that. It is unrealistic, but it's Spider-Man. Mm. He is the underdog. He's supposed to be kicked in the face when he's down. Yeah, And with this, it's kind of like, nah, he's doing okay. You know, like, Liz doesn't even get pissed off with him. 
Right. For, for, for any of the shit you know, he does to her. I guess, I guess they felt maybe that they had to not include stuff like that because mm. they, we'd already had five films of that. Yeah, um, that's true. It's and, true. And like two series. And to mark this out yeah. as different, to mark yeah. that it was the MCU one, it's like, yeah, he's... Okay, I mean... He's got a little group of friends. Yeah. It's not like he's like you know a, suddenly a really popular yeah. kid in the school or anything. And he does look sort of you know appropriately yeah. weebish. Well, we he's say? attractive. Oh <laughs> uh, well, no, he is hot. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, have you seen him dressed up as Rihanna? Christ, no, I haven't. No. Oh god, yeah. Look at the when we're done. Look at him doing the lip sync battle. Okay, uh, I will. To Rihanna's umbrella. I'm not looking at that. I'm just, would... just humouring you. I'll never watch. Well, that no, in my I, life. I, I, I was confused. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> with, enough. With my feelings. Fair enough. Um. The the thing of it is, I mean, I what I appreciated about that is that they were building. We we talked. I don't know if we really covered this in depth, but we were talking about like universe mm. building, and the Amazing Spider-Man Two is like completely retarded, haphazard attempt at universe building. Mm. Yeah, it's rubbish. It's rubbish. Yeah. yeah. Now this, to me, is how you establish a universe, like a Spider-Man yeah. universe within the larger MCU, like. You've got the lower tier villains, yeah, like uh, Tinkerer, Shocker, yeah. like villains that couldn't actually carry a film. I didn't like, register the Tinkerer was in that movie yeah, at all. On, on their own, right? Yeah. But they're just as part of this sort of collective, and then you've yeah. got the the Vulture as the big bad. Um, get more of the school environment, I think. Um, little bits like yeah, walking around the neighborhood. I mean, it is like you yeah. know low level. Uh, heroism, mm. but that's that. That to me was like that was the emotional sort of core of it because he's constantly trying to elevate himself above uh, that level, yeah. you know, and be and be on the you know a list, shall we say? Yeah. And and Robert Downey Jr. is always like you know just just keep your feet in the ground. He keeps saying, yeah. Essentially, I really I really dug that because he's he's obviously got these huge aspirations, and it's actually a really nice follow on from Civil War yeah. in that. Iron Man's pulled him into this like epic event, yeah. And then it's like, okay, go home, go to school, yeah. And he's like, he's he's got the itch, man. He's like, he's, yeah. he's waiting for the next big fucking brawl, and yeah. it's like, it's not coming. Mm. And it was, do you know what I love? Like they indicate it with things rather than actively sort of stating it, stating it in dialogue. Like when he looks at the phone, yeah, and he sent all those messages to Happy Hogan, and like yeah. not one fucking reply. Although right before that, he does say out loud, like, you know, when's the next mission? Yeah. So but, he does. In, he do indicate it in dialogue. But, but in terms of like just knowing that he's he's not on that sort of register, that was yeah, that was yeah, a really yeah, nice yeah. visual gag. Um, just you know things like well, what can I say about it? I liked the fact that it was all sort of it all seemed to be sort of ground level, and just you've you've got the larger MCU on the sort of fringes of it. Um, yeah. I was worried that it was going to be Avengers saturated. Yeah. I, to to signal it as an MCU Spider-Man film, I thought they were going to have it because Robert Downey Jr. was quite prominent in the trailers. Yeah, not, he was. He's not in it that much. Doesn't make a huge appearance in the film, and you know, well, there is the the Captain America thing, but that's that's quite funny. Um, you know, it's like isn't he a war criminal now? But mm. I've still got to show you this educational video. I was yeah. like, fucking hell, that's funny. Um, the thing of like the Vulture being this like blue collar villain. Yeah, I really liked that. Again, again, it's a sort of another level, and I like the fact that they reference. Basically, he, he is a literal vulture. He's like he's picking scraps out and, yeah. and making something with it. I was like, that that's just a really cool sort of signifier for it. And there was there was just so much that I liked in it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I I I guess I'm not really trying to counter your argument because I you don't have really, much of an argument. Well, you're, you're I not. Just thought it was a bit. You're not making an argument against it. 
um, it's just like I expected you to like it more than you did. Mm. Um, I I get what you mean though, but yeah. it's just like. Well, I think my my main another another issue with it, which you didn't agree with at all, but I'm still going to express it. I I think that the um. Specific, maybe the, the Raimi ones, not so much the Andrew Garfield ones, I would say. I thought that they looked a lot... Uh, and it goes with the melodrama. They were lit and they were shot to be a lot more... Well, I hate using this word because it's so nebulous, but cinematic, you know? Mm. I think there's a lot more depth and atmosphere to those films. And this one, I mean, that's what they're going for. It's they're going, no, we're doing Spider-Man right. We're doing light and breezy. Yeah. And to me, that's not what I associate with that character. He gets into really dark shit sometimes, you know? And that's when he's most compelling, is when he has that sort of taken away, and he's not just like, yeah, I'm going to solve a bank robbery. Well, but And I, I liked that. I guess, you know, the, the age that they're now portraying the character, we're not at that yet. One years old, yeah. Yeah, um, I, he's, he's not one. He's one. <laughs> he's not actual... They didn't get an actual child to portray it. He's Spider-Baby. Spider-Baby. Now, Dara, I just... Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a little bit of web swinging up here, and I'm going to need you to, uh, you know... Get over here and uh, do that little rhyme for me about the spider climbing up the pipe or the spout or whatever that goddamn hell it is. You know, you're fucking fired, there, okay? Can we check on the uh, off-court merger, please? I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Can you please get Harry Osborn over here? His dad seems to have gone cracker. <laughs> um, Thank you. Yeah, I guess, I guess we're, yeah, we're, we're not at that sort of level yet. I yeah. I liked the fact that they were they were keeping that sort of on the down low. Um, mm. the, and the emotional core of it is like this this constant just, um, you know, not being able to have a life. Now they they've played with that in the other Spider Man films, but it it, it felt nearer the knuckle for me this time. Yeah. Like when, I mean, there there is the great. I mean, uh, sorry, spoilers. Um, when he goes to Liz's house. Yeah. And finds out that the vulture is her father. Um, there was a, in the screening we were in, and yeah. in the screening that I was in when I saw it in IMAX, when when he opens the door, there was audible gasps, like nobody saw that coming. I I really they were fucking they were so into it at that point. I really dug that. But when he's doing the sort of dad speech and just like with a knife, just yeah. like you know batting it sort of absent-mindedly against his palm, and I'm going, fucking hell, this is sort of queasy, but it's, it's actually quite good. Mm. But then when he when he goes up to the prom, and he's looking through the door at them, all partying, yeah. and giving the, the speech that he's just had from the vulture, and knows what he has to do, it's like, this this is just, this will never be my life. This is, I, I have to give this up now, because mm. this, is, this is my responsibility. That was all visually signified, you know, I, I liked stuff like that. I thought the vulture was awesome. I thought Michael Keaton was great. I mean, he didn't have a huge amount to play with, mm. but it was just nice that they, you know, it wasn't he wasn't painted as a complete evil dick, um, but also not it wasn't the sort of bleeding heart mentality which Sam Raimi got stuck in, either. It was yeah. it was just kind of like, you know, I mean, at the end, you know, when he has the the opportunity, like in the the post credits, when he has the opportunity to give up Spider Man's identity, yeah, and he doesn't do it. It's like, yeah, because yeah, he's not a he's not a fucking douchebag. There's no reason for him to just like betray his confidence because he saved his life again. Yeah, and he's like he's actually got you know a moral core somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. and he still killed like a bunch of people. We killed one person by accident. Uh, yeah, and yeah. and then you know that plane crash that occurred, and all the people who obviously died in that. Yeah, which was an accident. Well, nah, he's a, he, he. I don't know. Yeah, it's that whole thing of just like, nah, nah, villain, criminal, 
selling guns. Nah, don't give a fuck. What? Don't, they don't. He didn't give a fuck, mate. He doesn't give a fuck, or you didn't give a fuck. Both, I suppose. Okay. I, I just, I didn't think he was an interesting villain. I, I didn't I, think he was interesting at all. I, I think he felt like a typical Marvel Studios villain to me, just like undercooked as fuck. Well, um, I didn't like him. He didn't do anything for me. He was played played pretty well, but like to what end, I suppose. And I liked the I liked the design of the suit, the vulture suit, and I stuff. Thought that was I thought it was really good because it, 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 it could have been lame as shit. Yeah, it but could've. it was good. It, it was could, cool. You could have seen his just massive. Bald I thought head. it was cool how the wings stood in for the Goblin Glider at one point. So just like they got that quite iconic goblin glider visual in without actually having a goblin glider. What was that? You know when it's tearing up the building, flying around. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's reminding me of anyway. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's the goblin glider. Except it's not. It's his wings, and it works. You know? Oh, I, I never even thought. Yeah, of goblin uh, which glider I thought was quite cool. Um, uh, but no, I was. You know, again, I'm being super negative, but I, I, I was entertained the whole way through. It, it was mm. as good as pretty much any other given Marvel Studios movie that's not quite top tier, I suppose. For yeah, me. it's. But uh, I mean, it's it's not like I would say shit. You know, it's not. I, I wouldn't even call it bad. And if anyone said, "Should I go and see it?" I'd be like, "Yeah, why not?" Yeah, it's entertaining. If you like Spider Man, you'll probably you'll probably enjoy it. But we we were we were talking about saturation because yeah. you, you had sort of posted that. You, oh yeah, you, you I didn't. You didn't I, want to I see it. I was this. totally burned out. I just couldn't be bothered. I was no. just, it was because of the Comic Con thing and all the trailers coming out and right. all the news coming out and me just being like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I still think they should have gotten to Infinity War like a year or two ago. Like I think they should have fucking sped this shit up. Uh, well, you you may well be right, and you know yeah. there might be some people that agree with you. I guess yeah. um, it's, but the, the the problem is, I mean, obviously you saw a couple of films before you saw this and got got a bit more pumped for it. Yeah. Um, again, but I was saying this to Mike actually because we off the off the back of like the Mummy and Transformers and Pirates, yeah. like, and we saw some real shit this summer. And I'm going, the problem is that Marvel has now become a brand like Pixar. Yeah. In that, it's like, it's a Marvel film. I know this is going to be of at least, you know, consistent quality that I'm going to enjoy it, if not love it. Then you it. get a fucking good dinosaur come along, don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody's got one yeah. one in them. One one shit. Or cars. Cars, cars, cars two, cars yeah. three, brave. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I hope Infinity War is not <laughs> Marvel's car. I think Infinity War will be extremely rewarding. Mm. Uh, After the build-up, I fucking yeah, hope so. Yeah, I think yeah. it will be rewarding. I wish it wasn't two films. Well, it's yeah. I, I wish I it was I, one long film. I would be well up for that. I don't know what they're going to do with that, really. Yeah, I don't really know what they're what they're planning with that. Um, I hope. I mean, in the same way that the Avengers was a complete reward for the the five. That the Avengers was absolutely wonderful in the first phase. Absolutely wonderful. I hope Infinity yeah. Wars of similar sort of reward. I think that now that they've done. Um, now that they've established Spider-Man in the MCU, I think it's a shame that he's not getting another solo movie before Infinity War. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd like to see another solo movie. Well, he's he's getting one after Infinity War. Yeah, but um, like, uh, well, between Infinity War one and two. No, after right, after, right, right, after right. Infinity War's over. The, right. I think the, you said that Phase Four is basically right. the, the start of it is going to be the next Spider-Man. Okay, cool. So he's going to kick it off. Um, when they do we, Secret Invasion. Yeah, well, which yeah. is what it looks like they're going to be doing. Could could be could be yeah. heading that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just. I I'm not burnt out. I'm aw- I'm aware of like their constant presence. As I say, you know, we talked about yeah. Black Panther the last time. It's like, why is that trailer already? Mm. And people are now screaming for them to release the Infinity War footage from Comic Con. I'd like to so, see that. Um, I have seen it, and it is awesome. Only the off-camera stuff. Though, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Which is barely visible. Um, it is visible. Right. It's just not of the the highest sort of. It's pic- quite. Pic- picture it's quite quality, like tilted and hard to see, though, isn't it? No, I I got a reasonable. Oh, you found a decent copy. I, of it. I found a reasonable copy. Well, I'm yeah. looking that up in a minute. <laughs> um, but 
And then it, it looks amazing, but obviously it'll yeah. look better when you get an actual proper quality. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm, so I've, am I. I've seen them all. So am I. I'm going to be seeing them all. Like, I can't see myself not seeing Thor. Mm. But is, it, is Infinity War after Thor, or is it after Black yeah. Panther? Uh, Infinity War is after Black Panther. And Black Panther is next, like, March or something? Black Panther's in February, Infinity right. War's in May. Wow, nice. And then, I think after that is, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Cool, okay. Yeah, and then you get Captain Marvel, and then yeah. you get Part 2. Yeah. And then... We'll see. Yeah. Um, hell, Jesus. I know, but yeah, that, that's the thing. It's just yeah. like after th- three or four shit fits in a row of like summer films. Yeah. I was like, I was really up for Spider Man because I needed something that I knew was going to be of reasonable yeah. quality. Yeah. And that's that's what Marvel have come to now. They're they're a they're a brand name. That's a reliable like, enough. Yeah. yeah. Reli- reliable, consistent, you yeah. know, reasonable entertainment. If not coming out going mm. fucking hell that was really awesome mm. um and that's 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 the problem it is it is saturation unfortunately but yeah. I, I don't know how i don't know how you get around it i mean you know change it, change shit up make fewer films i suppose yeah when i when i go and see justice league i'll be fucking like choking for black panther yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the back of that you know what i mean yeah um however I'm, I'm glad that there's other stuff to see but yeah i'm 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 just a bit disappointed you didn't like it. Um, uh, as much. Well, I'll watch it again sometime, and maybe it'll grow on me or something. I don't know. It might. It might. But you said something about the. You said something to me yesterday about the the Raimi films seeming more earnest. Yeah, they do. Yeah, the well, Raimi, well for me, the Raimi films are very. Um, and again, acknowledging any flaws we have with them. Yeah, uh, there are things that you you know. I love those films. Not so much the third one. Yeah. But the third one has the same sort of tone, I think. It just fucks everything else it's, up. It's a, um, yeah, it's a reasonably consistent one tone and that two, Venom does not I think, belong in it. I think one and two... I mean, I think I still think Spider-Man 2 is my favourite Spider-Man movie just because it's so... It's so utterly, like... And like you said, it does get into the sentimentality thing. Mm. But there's so much humanity in that film. And in this one, it's all just like every single character, even like Aunt May is wisecracking, you know? Yeah. And I don't like that. I want there to be a human there. And every, like Liz is the closest you get in that movie. <laughs> and she's only there to be like loved. Love, she doesn't love have interest. any purpose. No, or, that's, like, that's a fair, that is a fair criticism. Even when absolutely. she should get angry, she just says, oh, I'm not angry. I'm just like glad I'm alive. And it's like, you can be both. Yeah. You know? I get that. But uh, I don't know. It, it just, eh, it was, it, it just didn't quite capture what I wanted, which was. That lovely feel of real sort of sincerity and humanity, and Peter Parker just being like, "No, I want to do the right thing. I've got responsibility." There's like, there's almost nothing about responsibility in that, and that's the entire crux of his character. Uh, and I feel like, nah, you need that to well, anchor the, it. Well, the responsibility but, comes at the end, uh, to some degree, I suppose. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it, but also remember they, they're portraying him as sort of fourteen, yeah, uh, wait, or fourteen, fifteen, yeah. something like that, and yeah, yeah. you know, eventually. Other things take over. You yeah, know, you're, you're not going to be the good guy you're all dick. the time. You're not going to be the over earnest guy, but you're not yeah. going to be a colossal fuckwit like Andrew Garfield in Spider Man. Um, I would argue that his performance is the least of those films' problems. It's it's not really the performance. It's yeah. just the the Peter Parker in those films is a dick. I I don't agree with that. Yeah, at all. I, well, you and know, we talked like, about it, but we did. We I did. think in the Amazing Spider, I, I won't get into because I want to get into the main event. But sure. as for um, the Amazing Spider Man two. I always thought he played his conflict between, you know, promising Captain Stacy and and his love for Gwen. Mm. I always thought they played that really well because it clearly eats the eats him the fuck up. Well, ag- and and again, I wish, and you know, it could have been written better, but I thought he played he played it really well. It was. It's not really down to his performance. Yeah. As, as I said, it's down to the writing, which is just sloppy, haphazard bullshit. 
Yeah. Um, same with Electro's turn, which happens in about 20 seconds. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it does. There's yeah. no build-up Electro was rubbish. Yeah. And, um, I liked the way that he was not just electricity; he was also the genre of music electro, which worked for me. Well, that's that was quite funny. But, yeah. uh, otherwise, um, no nonsense. But there was no nonsense. there was no web hand in this, which yeah. really spoiled it for you, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was yeah. waiting for the web hand to just what wipe hand? it off. Yeah, what hand? <laughs> and Ned drops his Although, the first <laughs> the, 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 the <laughs> scene the scene with electro in Times Square. I always liked that scene quite a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe because the music is ridiculous and it's yeah, right, all this yeah, yeah, it's, it's just fucking. Yeah, it was great. Anyway, anyway, let's, we should move on to the uh, to the main event. Sure. So, Ken. Yes. Ken. Now we discuss the cinema of the greatest director in the world, according to Empire Magazine. Okay, shit, move on. Yes. Edgar Wright. That was a short podcast. Edgar Wright. (coughs) Edgar. Edgar. Edgar Wright. Pixar's Edgar. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Hello. 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 Edgar Wright. Hello. I'm from London, even though I spent no time there. I made films that are just references to things. Hello. (laughs) I'm Edgar Wright. And I'm still universally celebrated. Brick sailing towards his face. Stave. Stave. Dead. Yeah. Malformed forever. Doesn't grow back right. He he is just a, a more amiable Tarantino. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Arguably more, amiable, arguably less amiable. Well, Tarantino is an actual cunt, so. So is Edgar Wright. Not as much of a cunt. I, I don't know. I don't. I think that remains to be seen. Well, Edgar Wright's not racist, as far as I know. But hey, he is. What really? Yeah. When's what, the last what, time you saw a black guy in one of his films? Um, last night. That was Jamie Foxx, who was cast to be a psychotic murderer. Yeah. As. <laughs> and he, what, what Edgar Wright was Fox saying is. with that is, that's what all black people are like. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that where the Asian guys are, like? Yeah, and then they had that amazing joke. They put the Asian in Home Invasion. Yeah, the sort of thing that someone watched Pulp Fiction and went, "I can write like that." Well, it was because I'm Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Wow. Yeah. You, you took that to another level. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. That was Stu Infinity War. Yeah, it was. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity Thor. Infinity Saw. Nice. Yeah. We're not doing this again. Ed Thor Wright. Eight Thor movies. Anyway, he made Spaced. Yeah, he did. So we're going to begin by talking about Spaced. So we're going to begin by talking about Spaced. He did make a couple of things before that, though, but we're not going to talk about them. No, because they're shit. Well, because we haven't seen them. It's probably the main reason. (laughs) He made a a, a Western called A Fistful of Fingers. Fistful of balls. And he made, he made a Western <laughs> called A Fistful of Fingers, and he also made uh, a sitcom called Asylum for Paramount Comedy Channel. Yeah. Which um, I've only seen about five minutes of, but seemed entertaining it enough. It seemed, seemed to be alright. It seemed reasonable. The, where he sort of got his big stuff. Yeah, we're with, talking about the big stuff, yeah. Was, um, was based. based. On Channel 4. So, and when did that come out, Ken? Uh, that was... Uh, no. I think the first series was 99, yeah. and I think the second series was 2000, if I remember That's correctly. what I would have said, too, but I'm not checking. Roughly that sort of timeline. Yeah, that's what um, I would have said, but I refuse to check. Was, what was your first like exposure to space? Um, I would I, I would imagine that it was probably through you. Really? I, I mean, I, I, I know I bought the DVDs, the original single series discs. Y- yeah. And I, or no, it may have been my friend Matt who told me it was good, but I bought it having not seen it before. Is that I just, Matt Lobster? No, it, no, I think it was probably through you, because I wouldn't have bought it unless I had my um, student money, which I would have had at that time, obviously. Right, okay. Because uh-huh. um, they had both series for about, I think, maybe a fiver each or something? Yeah, probably. Um, so, 
I picked it up sort of sight unseen. I hadn't, I had never seen it before. Right. And I ended up just watching the whole thing and being like, yeah, that was that was good. You know, I didn't really understand just how good because I was a right. bit young at the time. Um, so did, did you just binge the whole thing then? Yeah, I'm, it was only six episodes or seven. I don't really. I mean, yeah, it was 99, you're right, by the way. Yeah, okay. Um, and then yeah. it ended in 2001. But, uh, right. yeah. No, and I, and I, and I watched it, and I, and I liked it a lot. And I was like, yeah, this is really good. And, and it, you know, it took rewatches to understand how much I liked it, obviously. Yeah. Because at the time, I hadn't seen anything quite like that third episode. You know, the, the art, or was it the second yeah. episode? Uh, the art episode is third episode. Yeah, and, yeah. and, I, and that was really, like, almost frightening, because I'd never seen anything like that. Yeah. Um, I'd never seen anything like what it was parodying, either. Mm. So I was like, what is this? This is just weird and unsettling. Yeah. Um... But I, I dug it a lot, you know. It was yeah. funny, uh, and it was involving, and, and it was exciting to watch. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, my I remember, actually, when this was initially broadcast in 99, and I avoided it. Yeah. I went, what's that? Yeah. I look shit. And it, it was like, Channel 4 at the time always had, like, on a Friday night, yeah. they, would, they would have a pretty solid run, at least for a couple of hours, of what I deemed to be good comedy. So. Yeah. It was like they had friends on, they had Frasier on, you know, yeah. that, that kind of thing. Um, and, but it was like, holy shit, my like solid two hours of TV are getting interrupted by this thing. And it just mm. looks weird. And I'm like, no, I ain't watching that. So I'd switch it off for half an hour and go and do something else. Yeah. So I totally ignored it. And then it was j- just after a, a breakup, actually. Yeah. Um, back in 2003. 2003, I got in with this this group of people. Yeah. Uh, on And we would talk. Addicts. For, huh? Addicts. Yeah. Addicts. Addicts. Crack addicts. Well, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's right. And we were just like, you know, you want to smoke some crack? I'm like, yeah. Do you want to smoke a bit of the crack there? Yeah. 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 That's, well, that's what you're like. That's one, of, that's one of my favorite things about you. Is, yeah. And no matter what it is, you're just like, yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah. I'll and then, a go. I, then I missed like three years of my life. And when I yeah. woke up, I was in university. I'm like, yeah. Oh. Huh? What happened there? I get oh, you. and you're like, oh, the crack. Oh, the crack. And then you like, now you laugh yeah. about it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God. I yeah. wish I'd... <laughs> I want it... I mean, I haven't... Nobody's pointed this out to you before. I thought I'd just better let you know now. Those three years that you missed... Yeah. Best of your life. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Can I get them back? Uh, no, never. No. no one ever could do that. There, oh. there could be no invention or understanding or <laughs> philosophy in the world that could ever retrieve those years for you. What about regression hypnotherapy? Uh, nope. Wouldn't work okay. because it's all bollocks. Okay. It's a pain that never ends. Yeah, yeah um, I know, but it's it's pretty funny when you think about it. Like, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 no, stop, stop. I get you lost again. Okay. Oh, well, look at the fucking clipping on that. Yeah, it's you, be good. Uh, you are a monster. Yep. Um, you're gonna have to cut that. So, no. Yes. I'm not cutting it. Thank you. Um, okay, to, to actually get into the real story. Yeah. So it was just after a breakup. I got in with this group of friends, and we would speak a lot on MSN. Um, back in the day, and they were saying, "Oh, you know," and they would quote it. It was sort of like what you and Graham did with like Anchorman and fucking yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Tally the Nights, but not yeah. to the extent where it yeah, yeah. spoiled the entire thing for me. And like, yeah. you've got to get on spaced. I'm like, what's spaced? Hmm. It's like okay, and I think it was in a play sale or something. Yeah, or I would, I was like, I just started work. That was it. Yeah, I was just getting my first pay, so and I just bought a DVD player. Yeah, so I was like ranking up fucking huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Po- Purchases. It's like, oh, this is only, and it was like the complete series at that point. It was the three yeah. disc set, so yeah. it must have been like two thousand four. Jeez, I must have watched this even before you did somehow. Yeah, so yeah, it, was, yeah. So it was like yeah, two thousand four, and it was the three, the yeah. nice three disc set, and I'm like, that's only like a tenner. 
Mm. I can't afford not to buy this. Oh, that's how it was back then, though. Yeah, yeah. With box sets, because like the X Files box sets were like eighty quid. Yeah. And then when you'd see a box set that's like twenty five, you'd be like, "Wow, wow, fucking hell!" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I got right in it. Um, I think I watched it over the period of like three, four days, and like, oh wow, this just speaks to me on so many levels. Um, okay, it only speaks to me on one level. One percent. One percent. Um, it was just like it was one of those things. I guess it was made for people in my age. It was just. Like, you know, I felt like I was clever getting all the references yeah, 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 and sort yeah. of shit like that. Now, you know, in in sort of retrospect, looking back at it, it looks like it's des- designed that way. And it sort of, it makes the rest of it, I mean, when you get into the films and they're still doing that, it feels less clever. It feels sort of smug. Yeah. Uh, there is, there is, I don't get that sense of smugness from Spaced, though. It feels more honest. I get that sense of smugness from certain sections of the second series, right? Uh, but not so much the first series at all. Okay. The first series to me feels a lot like they're like, "Oh my god, we can we can do we've got so much money, we can make this thing." Yeah, I mean, it's probably not a huge budget, but it's obviously the most they'd had to that point. Mm. Yeah, certainly, and it's that, really that, ambitious. That for group te- of yeah. collaborators for television. Yeah. For television, it's really ambitious and impressive. Yeah, uh, it's. For cinema, eh, not so much, but no. we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. which was wait, let's talk about the first series then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, first series, yeah. I mean, immediately looking back at it, and it's still, I carry a great amount of love for that series and those characters, and it's just like, and it's not even a nostalgia thing now. It's not like something. Oh, I watched this ten years ago, and it still holds up. It's yeah. like there is just an immediate sense of warmth. Like yeah. that, that montage in the cafe when they're yeah, like yeah, 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 you know, really the nice, getting yeah. to know you thing. Yeah. And you know, there's there's a couple of references in there and then it cuts to like later and Daisy has that breakdown and he, he calls her pickle. That makes like, me He's already laugh. got a nick a cute nickname. That makes for me laugh her. so much. That's yeah. uh, just coming out of that music just suddenly Yeah, I love that. As, but what cracks me like that scene yeah. is like, Yeah, we're we're in the same boat. You don't see me cry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's uh, such a. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't make me do this. Uh, I'll, I'll run out of voice enough. Uh, um, they're, they're just one more, then we'll stop. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. We've preserved it forever. Yes, Ken can't talk. Spaced is shit. Spaced is shit. Everything <laughs> Ken likes is shit. Okay. And it's spaced and Jaws and E.T., I guess. And right. I don't know anything you, else you, you like. You don't know anything else and I like. every Marvel film. Yeah, They are shit. And okay. he should die. We've been friends for, what, ten years? You don't know anything I like. Shut up, Kevin. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think there's a very immediate sort of natural chemistry between the two of them, and I really just enjoy any time they're on screen. It's like, yeah, this is good. Mm. It's it feels comfortable. It I feels bet they funny. were again. Um, yeah, mm. I bet they were. I bet mm. they still are. Yeah, probably. Well, probably not because Nick Frost gets in the way now. Yeah, Ooh, that's that's a bit bitter, isn't it? A little we'll bit. Come, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that. No, we won't. Um, let's, let's not. It's. Can we not come back to that, please? Okay, we are going to. I don't back want to come back to that. Well, we're coming back. I don't want to come back to that. Come back. Hey, hey, hey. 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 When are we talking about Paul? Paul? Yeah. Paul. Paul. Yeah. Porn. Porn. Porn! <laughs> you you really to... watch Paul in the flat? Yeah. That's how Mary Wyatt says it. Oh my god, Paul! That's really. <laughs> it's like getting into fucking outtakes. It's such a sad thing. Um, the first episode is sort of like. Very, oh, we're not very, doing it episode no, by episode. No, 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 but it's like. Oh, it's, Jesus. I'm going to need a brew if we're doing it episode by episode. You're not having a brew. Okay. Okay. No, it just, like, I'm amazed how well that 
slots in there, given that it's a sort of origin thing. That's what it's she like said. establishing the characters and stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of about a penis going to vagina. Nothing to do with that at all, okay, actually. Go on. Really. Go um. On. And erect penis. No. Penetrate. No. Gone. Nothing to do no, with that. Can please all. continue. No, no. If you if you please continue with your obscene sexual shenanigans, instead of talking about what we're here for. Cock going up an ass. Right. Carry on. That's it. That's all that happens. Well, you're gonna have to run this for two hours now, Stu, because we're not talking about Edgar Wright. That's okay. I didn't give a shit. He's a wanker. Okay. Thanks for listening to episode 15 of the Two <laughs> Show. It's finished now. Genuine. It's finished. Bye. Genuine Angular. It's finished now. He's not finished. He's finished now. Yeah. Anyway, um, yes, what you were saying about no, the cop going into an ass? Nothing. I was saying nothing. Okay, we need, we, need, we need to stop this gag. We need to get back right Yeah, back but we'll actually fucking stop it then, Stu. No. Okay. Right. I'll stop it if you stop saying everything I like is shit. Okay. Well, I can't, though, because everything you like is shit. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I'll just stop it then. Just just stop watching why, anime. Why, why don't I just stop doing the uh, the one the thing? Why don't I just stop doing it? And, yeah, and, well, and, and just concede to your demands. Well, that makes more sense. Yeah, it does. Really? And that's why I'm doing it right now. I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. It's <laughs> okay. finished. It's not happening. Thank God we can actually like start appreciating each other and you yeah. know maybe maybe even get on. Yeah, maybe. 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 Yeah. Maybe. Not, not maybe. just hate each other. No, we don't, not at all. I love you, Ken. Okay. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Carry on. Carry on, Ken. No, you carry on. No, what? I, I don't even remember what you were saying. I don't remember mm. his and Okay. Um. So yeah, basically, Pearl first, necklace. First yeah. series. Um. The the one thing that stands out to me because people make this criticism of the second series. Yeah. And you were sort of saying that this morning mm. about. Like the extended references, yeah. so you've you've got an entire episode which is just the Matrix yeah. in the second series, yeah. Um, and they sort of reference it at the end of the episode, going, "Oh, that felt a bit, you know, unrealistic." And yeah, stuff. it's like, yeah, but you you've been doing this pretty much consistently all the way through, though. It's not like the Matrix episode particularly stands out as something that wouldn't happen, given no. that you know you've you've done things. I mean, I'm trying to think of this. As, I'm trying to say a specific example in the first season, and obviously yeah. I can't do it. Oh, when they rescue the dog. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No. The Star Wars thing, right? Y- yeah. Um, and t- and the whole thing with tyres being a supernatural sort of yeah. entity almost. Yeah. just like, well, he's, he's, he's like a... I don't, I don't even know what he is. Well, the, um, the tyre, the, the door closing behind him and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and him just being this sort of force. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's really weird. But mm. do you know what? You, ju- you just take it. But the, the funny thing is... You fucking take it. No, don't yeah. do that again. Okay. No, just really... I hadn't even seen any like Lynch or anything at this point. I didn't know what surrealism was. I didn't I didn't know what it was, people mentioned that term to me and I'm like, what's that? I knew what that was when I was eight. Yeah, see I didn't know. Mm. I didn't know. Because I went to school and you lived in Scotland. That's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> to, to an extent. I mean they they, prob- they probably told you words there. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you know, get him. <laughs> that's 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 it. We we yeah. we didn't get like an actual education. <laughs> Plus, there was the three years lost to crack. The three years lost to crack. Anyway, yeah, do, do, in do, which go on. I probably could have got an education, but yeah. just you know, I would mm. rather have crack. Yeah, um, lovely crack. Lovely crack. <laughs> <laughs> Munchy box pizza, wedges, chicken wings. And that's that's crack, what the munchie box could have contained, yeah. except it was all crack. Yeah, and it wasn't in a box; it was in like a pipe. Full crack pizza. Yeah. yeah. Um, crack, crack kebab. Yeah. yeah. Which is just no meat, just yeah, crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> crack and sausage. <laughs> this is an episode that I feel could be forty-five minutes long this... if it wasn't for bollocks. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you know how people are always saying, "Oh, make your podcast shorter." Yeah, like, but yeah I would if Stuart Drip would just shut up. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. I'm okay. stopping. I've stopped. It's finished. I know you haven't though. I know I've got more to say about space. So. Okay, well, please, please say something about space then. Okay. Okay. I think what space does very, very well is it does. Um, it captures a. Uh, it's very difficult to describe exactly what I mean, but it captures an atmosphere and maybe not really an atmosphere isn't the right word but it captures a sort of rapport mm. really well it captures a feeling of sort of i'm happy because i'm free but i'm also terrified because i'm free Wait. which i think it captures really well do you know what made me crease this time going back to it, which I, yeah. did, I hadn't realized before is all his drawings of his ex-girlfriend sarah yeah just reminded me of bitch fuck Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, like, it's like yeah, that was that was bitch fuck. Yeah. And now, do you want to do you want to tell them what bitch fuck is? No, I, I don't want to tell them what bitch fuck is, Ken. I don't want them to know about bitch fuck. I wish you hadn't brought it up. Uh, when my when a mutual friend of ours had just had a breakup, in, in order to cheer him up, I drew an MS Paint drawing of. Um, uh, I guess stress at this point. I must have been what 2019, 18. 2019. 2019. Well, that's, yeah, very that's old. Older shit. Older Must have been about 20, must have yeah, like, sure, been. Something like yeah. that. Um, so I drew a MS Paint, very crude MS Paint drawing of him, I think. Or was it me? It was, it was him. It was, it him, was him just stabbing her yeah. in the eye. Yeah. Uh, and it just said, bitch fuck. <laughs> like, it was supposed to be the expression of pure rage. Him with a massive thumbs massive up. Massive thumbs up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah just... And, uh, I, I, you know, it's the sort of thing I probably wouldn't draw now. But it's him. Yeah. Has, has a drawing of him just with a magnum at her head. Yeah. You know, it's like a full fucking like 3D magnum thing. Mm. Um, that was like, wow. Yeah. That's that's pure rage mm. right there on the page. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah like they, You're they, a poet and you didn't know it. Exactly. Mm. Um, I know what you mean about that, that sort of rapport thing. It just feels very, very easy. Yeah. Um, well, Tim, Tim and Daisy, the main characters, their relationship feels quite like convincing like you believe that yeah. they're friends like you said the, the chemistry is there it's a, it's absorbing yeah. though it's just like immediately sort yeah. of absorbing the, the thing is like they keep saying that they deliberately sort of tried to craft something where it was not about you know those two getting together yeah and they sort of explicitly reference the fact that like oh we're not a couple we're not a couple but you you it's that they, they've crafted that so genuinely their relationship it's like you you're, yeah. you're willing it to happen yeah like because yeah. you can become become so invested in it yeah and the, the, the main thing that I come back to with that is, like, the endings of each series. Yeah. Like, the, the, the ending of the first series where, um, you know, he gets the chance to reconcile with the ex-girlfriend. And he, yeah. And he turns that down and goes to the pub with her. And they, and he has that, like, actually quite sort of... Because the, the tone in Spaced is... It's almost like... It's not slight. No. But it's... It's, it's, not, I, det- it's not detached. It's, it's breezy, if anything. Yeah. But how, how would yeah. you, what's the right way to describe well, it? Well, I don't know what you're going for exactly. It's kind of not fake either. Not Sin- f- it's sincere. Yeah, it, it's, 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 there it's, is a sincerity, but I think that because of the there's a light, of, there's a there's a kind of convincing lightness to it, mm. really, and it doesn't really get dark mm. ever. No, but when he when he's sitting in the pub and he has that monologue, yeah, about life not being like the movies, and it's like you yeah, know, we're taught to believe in the ideal sort of status quo kind of thing. Yeah, and then it's just that thing of them two, and he's just like, oh, do you want to dance? Yeah. And they, they, they just get up, and then they have that fucking porn conversation. Yeah, um, and it's like it ju- it just reels it back, and it's like it's just about them too. And at the end of the second series, you know, when he's had a girlfriend, and you know that that situation, and obviously they yeah. were going to get kicked out of the flat. Yeah, 
and there is that brilliant, and it ends on a perfect note for me of like yeah. those two in front of the TV, and she puts her head on it on his shoulder, and just like there's a beat, mm. and then he does the same, yeah, and it's like that's it, that's what the whole show is about, really. It's just those two, yeah. and and uh, everything no, else. I is mean, they just... probably shouldn't have put in those hardcore inserts on the DVD though. But, well, I I think like you... he puts his head on his shoulder, and then you just cut to her just sucking him off. And well, I, didn't, I didn't think it necessary. I think you did that. It Actually. wasn't. Oh yeah, yeah. I spliced them in because I was bored. Yeah. By the second series because it was bad. Well, it's not. Bad, it's not bad no. at all. It's, it's great. Not, it's not it's really, really good. Bad. But I just thought I'd make that humorous joke about nobbing. You do, you do have that really weird thing about just fucking up, you know, pure mm. art mm. with with. Porn. Well, it comes from my father. Right. He would show us like old films, like Citizen Kane or like Doctor Zhivago. And he'd make scenes. us he'd make us watch them over and over again, and each time we'd watch them, he'd have spliced in more and more hardcore pornography. Right. Like I'd be like, oh, this scene didn't used to have any like piss play in it, and then it's right. like, well, now it does. I've added it in, I, sir. I've added it in, son. And and you know those were really just horrible years, th- like I, really scary, dark. I wish I hadn't. You know, I don't really want to bring it up, and this isn't therapy, but like, you know, I sometimes I think to myself, what would my life be like if my dad hadn't spliced like two girls, one cup into Space Jam? Would I be more, you know, would I be a more adjusted individual? And I have to say, yes, I think I would. Space docking more like. It, way, hey, hey. I, I bet you wish you could exchange Space Jam your cock in her ass. All those years, you would exchange them for my three years on crack, wouldn't you? Uh, no, they would. They would. They, they, they. No, I wouldn't. No, I don't remember. I'd like the three years that you had that you missed due to the crack because they were just so wonderful, and you just forged like relationships that you've that you kept. You would have kept to this day if you hadn't been on the crack. Fuck. Yeah. Um. Like you would have been like rich, almost not not like rich, rich, but comfortably off. You know, you would you would have had like a house and would, would I have been richy rich. Uh, yeah, you would have been Macaulay Culkin in Rich Witch. Yeah, yeah, and that's what we all want, to be Macaulay Culkin, ultimately. Disabled. Or... What am I talking... What I is this? I don't know. Why is, what, Why am I saying this? What? Fleur's right, we do need an editor. Yeah. Yeah, if well, anyone should... wants to edit our show, we're not paying you. Well, Tom <laughs> Tom hasn't even done that best of compilation. So he was we're, never going to do the best never, of compilation. We're never going to get an editor. He's a goddamn liar. Okay, F- favorite favorite jokes from Spaced. From Spaced? Yeah. Get off me, you bummer. <laughs> anyway, that's my favourite joke. That's an actual joke from Let me space. get to my favourite joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I also love... Oh, my God. I've got some fucking Jaffa cakes <laughs> in my coat pocket. The fact that that follows just this, yeah. like, yeah. Know, chaos theory yeah. conversation where it's just like, oh, God, what, what are you going to do? And then they totally subvert it with that. It's, mm. it's funny as fuck. Uh, the I thing cannot... is, I can never... I can't think of a joke because I love so the, many jokes the, from the it. The thing is, the, it's the thing mm. of... Oh yeah, I haven't thought of that. I thought of that. Now that yeah. tickles me on another level because that is what we do. Yeah, it we, is. Now yeah. whether yeah. that is because we've seen that and somehow influenced by that, or whether we just like yeah. string it. I mean, fucking yeah. the the night you nearly puked. Yeah, because of Graham. Because of that. steps that's safe to climb on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because because of him just exaggerating yeah. that to just yeah. to almost you couldn't hear the words yeah. anymore and. Junior what what it was, I'm going to tell the story, basically. Okay, go for it. There was this uh, like public information video. Yeah, it's this whole public information PIAs film. or something? PIFs. PIF, yeah. Um, and it's basically a, a little old lady climbing, uh, trying to reach something or dust something or something, change a light bulb or something. She's changing a light bulb. Yeah, and uh, it's all like how she, should, she shouldn't stand on a stool, she should get a pair of, like a stepladder. Yeah. And the guy, the voiceover, who's like this kind of, if Mabel's going to do this. It's the guy that last the like, summer wine. It's yeah, it's wrong. like, you'd use a pair of steps, it's safe to climb on, steps with an hand grip. Yeah. You know? And that, <laughs> Graham's impression of that... <laughs> 
made me laugh until I genuinely believed I would die soon. Yeah. Because he would just keep changing it and making it more and more intense and yeah. ridiculous. So it end, it's like, you Steps to the angle like that, and then by the end it's just like that. And it doesn't sound funny when I'm doing it; it makes it's me not, sound mad. But you had to be there. You were almost vomiting. I nearly from, threw up. From, yeah, from, I was laughing, laughing like. <laughs> on the way home from on the way back from breakfast today, I managed to get Ken into you, you, a bit of a state. Actually, you did. Yeah, I just by doing an impression of what uh, <laughs> the after the end of series two of Peter Kay's car share. <laughs> A Peter K uh, sitting there, nude. Um, because people keep begging him for a third yeah, series, basically. The, like, okay, nude. I'm going to do a third yeah. series. Here's what it is. He's sitting there, nude, wanking, <laughs> holding one in one in one hand. He's like in one hand, he's got his hand in a bucket of KFC, which he's eating, and in the other hand, he's holding a phone with a picture of the girl from Carshare, and he's just screaming at the phone, but like. Like he's, like he's he's experiencing he's experiencing such grief he's lost the capacity for like rational like speech so he's just going like Aah! and that kind of grief really tickles Ken he's cracking up now actually he's absolutely grieving <laughs> Ken's amused by the idea of a man at his lowest ebb yeah because at least uh, ah, just like that. No, 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 no. It's it's got to be. He's got yeah. to have a mouthful for <laughs> We are gonna lose all surprise. Do just make guttural noises podcast. <laughs> that should be um that should be like a subscription only thing. Yeah, it should, yeah. Man, Definitely. this is gonna be a cunt to listen back this, to. This is gonna be fucking horrible. <laughs> I ain't listening back to this one, is I? Yeah, you are. No, I you listen me. back to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> just this is a mouthful, just, just <laughs> <laughs> Like the grief is so deep it can only be expressed <laughs> through screaming with your mouth full. <laughs> See, I can't I can't make that high of a pitch. Yeah. That's that's what I, I envy Stu for that. But he got that high when you were on crack. I did get that high. Anyway, yeah, good jokes in space. Yeah, great uh, jokes. My favourite episode in space probably is that one Epiphanies, the second to last episode of the first series. Right. Simply because uh, what it is about is basically the characters go to a club. That's pretty much it. Mm. Um, there is a sort of small subplot about Mike and the Rough Ramblers, but it's just a joke, really. Oh, that's fucking... Yeah. It is so, funny as shit, but... So it wasn't a case of an Eskimo roll, more a case of rolling right Inuit. <laughs> Inuit's another word for Eskimo. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot get through that without laughing. Um, see, equivalency, I'd mm. say, probably, if I think about it, my favourite episode is... The fifth episode of the second series. Which one is that again? Which is the one with the the gunfight. Oh, that one's great. Yeah. Which is, but that's oh, that's shit. great. Oh shit! Oh shit! Turts, motherfucker. That's the best part. That's motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Those two on a night out. Yeah. And when when she's sitting at, when they've done like I don't know how many tequila slammers yeah. and she's just and he's sitting in the corner nodding saying nothing mm. and she's just like it's absolute lounge it's absolute oh, lounge I love that. Yeah. you know what I mean no 
Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love um, that. No, but the dance, the, the club one for me is beautiful. Like it really is beautiful. It captures the essence of friendship so perfectly. It's yeah. It's mm. it, it's but also it's that, that alien sense. Like you don't really know these people. You've only been living with them a short while. I know. But that's when you come together. And yeah, I love that. But it's, it is a, a sort yeah. of community thing. But it's I also that. that because it's been this built is up, the stupidest fucking episode. Go on. It, sorry, it sorry, sorry. This this sort of there's yeah. been a sort of antagonism between the sort of core yeah, group. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly it's made. You know, just completely irrelevant by the fact that they're in this, you know, situation and they're just dancing at a good time. What? I started you, thinking about it again. You're just remembering it. Yeah, 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 I just started thinking about it again. Go on, go on, sorry. Yeah. Um, but it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. What are you thinking about? Just, 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 just get it It just keeps popping back into my head. <laughs> Worst episode ever. Yeah. yeah. Just him just sweating. Just <laughs> covered in sweat. Just covered in sweat. All the car windows are steamed up. Just chicken on his yeah. heart. Yeah. <laughs> Walks past and his, he just smashes his face into the window. <laughs> like spits chicken out onto the fucking plastic. Just on a cyclist. Yeah. Go yeah. fast. Yeah. 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 As they cycle past, he just looks after them and screams. <laughs> like he's, he can't speak anymore. It's all gone. His mind is destroyed. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No. Running down the high street with his trousers around his ankles. No. Otherwise fully nude. Don't go there again. Bells over a couple of kids. Doesn't, doesn't, <laughs> stop, doesn't fucking stop. He's like a rhino. He's like a fucking rhinoceros. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the third series. He can't. He can't run from his problem. No, he can. We can't he can. escape. He's going to have to face it. Mm. But she's. So, she hasn't even thought about him. Once. Yeah. So shall we say any more about space, or shall we talk about Sean? Um, I don't. I mean, have we said anything about space? Absolutely nothing whatsoever. Okay. We've mostly just talked about Peter K. screaming while wanking <laughs> <laughs> and eating chicken and eating chicken. <laughs> <laughs> <Did you laughs> Tune in next time for even more bollocks <laughs> that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, do you actually have anything to say about uh, No, history? other than it's very good and it holds up really it's, well. It doesn't feel dated, despite it, the fact it could easily feel dated. I'll tell you what the point it was yeah. going to make is, actually. Yeah. Um, the, the editing style in, yeah. in that TV series. I mean, somebody, somebody made the point, I think it was one of us, yeah. uh, when speaking about it before, yeah. that, that for TV, that yeah. is really impressive. Yes, it, it is. was. It, it was all just like <laughs> single me. camera, right? It was just one yeah, camera. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but that... Actually, lets him down when he comes to like. You know, no, things. I don't think it was single camera. I um, think it, I, 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 because um, I could there are that. outtakes where you see characters uh, reacting, and then you hear the other line, and then they react to the other line, which would only make sense if they were cutting. Yeah, together. but you can barely hear the other line. Yeah, but it would only make sense so, if they were cutting, to, unless they were doing feed lines. Obviously, yeah, they yeah. must have been doing feed lines. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Now that you mention it, ignore me. I'm talking out my asshole. As you so, often do. As I often do. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's really impressive. But I think on that scale. That looks amazing, and then when you apply the same technique yeah. to the feature film, Did you just think about it again. Is no. that why you laughed? Okay, go on. Go on. No. I'm trying not. To... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't... <laughs> He's found just dead under the fucking river. Up to the bridge. What? He's just he, he's he's laying there. Just all you can see is his ass coming out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and they they pull the money. Yeah. <laughs> they pull the money out. They turn them over. He's still got the fucking chicken in. Yeah, it's yeah. just holding like a full like six hot wings in his mouth. Yeah. And when they turn him over in the autopsy, just they all fall out of him. <laughs> and the death rattle sounds yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christ Almighty, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna fucking hate myself. It's just his arse and his bollocks just comes to the surface. <laughs> it looks like a. <laughs> the arse comes up first, and then the ball sack just emerges. <laughs> boom, just boom. <laughs> Newspaper, sad end for comedian Peter Kay. <laughs> Like, when you think on Peter Kay, try to remember him as, like, the lovable, uh, like, crooked owner of the Phoenix Club, Brian Potter, right. not as a pair of bum cheeks <laughs> and his bollocks floating dead in the Thames. Just try not to think about that. I was gonna, I was gonna get into someone else there, but let's not. Yeah, let's yeah, not. Let's not, actually. Um, anyway, we're gonna, yeah, we got, we got to talk about, we got to talk about Sean. Yeah. So, released so if, if we can move on from Peter Kay's desiccated corpse. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, to another breed of desiccated corpse. Yes. Way, very clever. Boom. Very, very clever. Thank you. And Peter Kay does actually appear in this film as one of the zombies. No, he doesn't. He does not. No. That's not true. No, it's I not. lied. That's a lie. Yeah. Apologise. Uh, no, I will not apologise this time. Apologise. No. I'm sorry that you're a cunt. Well, I can apologise for that. If you just apologise for the misinformation. Fake I apologise for the fake news that Ken isn't a cunt. Because he is. <laughs> Fair dude. So, yeah, 2004. Yeah. yeah. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. What um, did you think of that, Ken? At uh, the time of release? At the time of... Re- Are you talking about coming again? No, okay. Ken. But I want to know what you thought of Shaun of the Dead when okay. it came out. Um, well, I had a sort of strange viewing of this on my first go because I saw it in a double bill with uh, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Oh yeah, yeah, good movie. Yeah, really good movie. Yeah, but it's sort of going from the sort of very visceral action running zombies thing into the I remember these. These were good, weren't they? You know, mm. kind of thing. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it was quite jarring in yeah. a sense. Um, it was it was funny because I think I think I saw this before Spaced. Oh really? And. Before before I'd watched Space, then I was like, you, with a group of people who were recommending yeah. it to me, yeah, and they were like, because they'd all been to see it as well, yeah. and I'm going, oh yeah, this this was really good, this was really good, and they were like, no nah, mate, Space is better, right? I'm like, right, okay, and then I went back to watch it, and I went, oh yeah, it is. Um, I st- I do, I like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's basically the strongest film that he's made. Uh, yeah, in, in a sense, which is fucking weird when you think about it. What it is, it's to be your first film to be your strongest. Yeah, it was mm. like thirteen years ago. Yeah, and you know, think of all you've done since, and that's that's your best thing. I mean, it's kind of yeah, it's weird, but it, it's what I will say is, I mean, I sort of said this to you yesterday with a, with a hindsight of watching the others recently in the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, um, the stuff that I initially liked that seemed clever doesn't seem as clever now when they repeat themselves yeah, uh, that, yeah. that's that's the horrible thing about the other two it sort of steals from Shaun of the Dead uh, a little bit yeah um I think the just having that as the background I, th- I think it's it's much more consistent I think it's much well better structured yeah um the sort of 
they do this the, the thing of the Kaneda trilogy is basically like take something that you like so a particular genre yeah just just incidentally the, the Kaneda trilogy is Shaun of the Dead Hot Fuzz and The World's End just yeah. in case anyone doesn't know that oh right okay and uh, the, yeah. the, the it's the, called the Kaneda trilogy the three colors Kaneda yeah three yeah. colors Kaneda I mean that was an official unofficial moniker that just they, that they adopted, adopted basically right? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but it's that thing of like taking a genre, making a sort of pastiche of it, and then by the third act it becomes that you know it fits yeah. into that genre yeah. basically. Now that works to varying degrees across the trilogy. I think Shaun of the Dead um, actually becomes quite you know yeah a legitimate horror film in well, that third act. Well, it's genuinely harrowing. That yeah, whole, that whole I thing mean, with his you know basically into a bit. when you when you get to the point where yeah. his, his mum turns yeah and they have that whole argument about yeah that's know, really um, bleak and dark uh, fucking yeah. Dylan Moran killing yeah. his mum and then she turns and then it, and then he gets ripped apart in the sort of very Romero yeah, s- yeah. style and it, yeah it all goes to yeah. to shit from there up until then it's been a sort of enjoyable sort of piss take like that whole scene where she, the um, uh, Lucy Davis is like instructing them how to act like a zombie. Yeah. And they're doing this sort of <laughs> and he's like, Who died made you cracking team in the zombies? You yeah. know, and then it's like, Oh, that's actually pretty good. You know. Yeah. Um that kind of thing. Um setting up the the little sort of foreshadowing bits like when they're playing the game and he's like, Oh, top left, you know, yeah, all, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff. When you see what the again Although the the, the, the foreshadowing didn't it, it was good. It didn't like no. It, it has sledgehammer it, 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 like it, it did it later. Was actually, and yeah. and then you've got the the thing where he does the the little sort of quick cut montages of just like Sean going for a piss, yeah, or like brushing his teeth, or like yeah. spread, spreading jam yeah. on his toast and stuff like that. So it's it's like he's he's got these sort of weird tropes that he's peddling out for for nothing, yeah. which gives. I mean, it's basically giving the sort of banality of it a sort of speed, I guess. Um, which is interesting because, you know, they, they sort of touch on that, yeah. just briefly mentioned in Hot Fuzz at this point, they touch on that in the, we've got to do a considerable amount of paperwork now to yeah. fucking cover up all that carnage, and it's just like a quick cut montage of them doing procedural paperwork. Yeah. Which is which is quite funny in a, yeah. in a, in a context. Apparently that's like... The Wire. Have you seen? The, have you ever seen any of the Wire? No, I haven't. Okay, I've, 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 I've seen like one series of it, and what yeah. I what I point to is like basically that series is yeah. all the bits that the cop shows the other couple of shows leave out because <laughs> yeah. it, it's just like procedural. Nonsense. Well, I remember hearing with Hot Fuzz that the police were quite like praising about that. That they were like, yeah, yeah that is actually closer to what it's actually like. All that processing, all that paperwork stuff. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's not really what you go to the no. cinema for. No, yeah. no, but that sequence is only one second long. Yeah, so. yeah, sure. Um, yeah. But anyway, Sean. Yeah. Sean, yeah. Um, the, I mean, immediately, having seen it after I saw Spaced, yeah, I I was not keen on like the sort of sidelining of uh, Jessica Stevenson because that, yeah. that that for me is the true pairing, and like the Peg Frost pairing, which becomes much more prominent. Um, he was he was funny as a as a secondary thing he was funny in the sort of backdrop of characters as yeah. opposed to being this basically the second lead um it's it's kind of weird um he's he's not it's not that he's unfunny or like anything like that it's just i i have my preference and i sort yeah. of stick i sort of stick to it but that's really i mean a lot of people have pointed that out to me um yeah. how, how he sort of takes over the the show um it's kind of that he does a lot of long takes in that film as well. 
there's yeah. there's a there's a lot you know the, the yeah bit, yeah yeah the bit when he's going to the shop and, and the but second, also and also the, the bit with him leaving the pub yeah 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 um you know that, I mean that's that's funny though you yeah. know it it is good it's just I don't know I I I didn't have the same response to it when I went back to it as I did you know before uh as I as I did when I first saw it having not seen anything else yeah of of that sort of collaboration mm. you know what I mean I mean what what do you I I think it does uh, much like hot fuzz really i think it succeeds at being entertaining completely entertaining like yeah. I, I think it's funny as shit <laughs> I, I really do think it's a funny film and uh when it gets serious it doesn't feel to me to be too sort of affected and too kind of like look we i can do this too mm. which is what his later stuff feels like to me um yeah. the force it feels to me a little bit like with the whole foreshadowing thing the things we come to expect from edgar Wright. yeah it feels as though almost he did that stuff and didn't really think about it that much. No. And then when he saw the response to it, he went, oh, people like that. I should do that, that more. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Because by the world's end, you've got ridiculous dialogue, as yeah. we discussed. Like, you know, oh, there should have been five musketeers because then two of them could have died. And yeah. there still still have been three of them left. And then as soon as you hear that, you're like, well, no one would ever say that. So, yeah. like, um, I guess two of these people are going to die. Yeah. You know, and it's like... <sighs> you've got You've got the recurring sort of fence yeah. gags. Yeah, oh, I didn't mind those because they're just like one second long. Well, the the one in the world's end is pissed though. I, I think that's really funny. <laughs> like, it's not as good as the hot fuzz one, but it's no. re- it's still funny. Yeah, the um, hot fuzz one creases me though. <laughs> oh, the hot fuzz one, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's great on the back of the one from Sean, yeah, yeah, where he yeah. leaves and the the whole fence collapses. Yeah. And he's like, I, and then he does this miraculous sort of just like yeah. hopping over them all, and then he just like, and he just tanks into the first one. I love yeah, that. Yeah. That's, 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 but no, I like the hot fuzz one because it's one. It's like one second. And he just goes, oh, for f- like, oh Christ, and he just comes down. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Plus, I wasn't expecting it either. It's no, not too, it's, it just happens. I think we're, we're sort of beginning yeah. to get to talk about the trilogy. As yeah, 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 to, like, yeah. But let's stick film. with anyway, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I I like Sean a lot. I think it's effective. I think it's. Um, I think it does good a good job of feeling sufficiently like a film mm. and not just oh, yeah. like a teleplay. No, that's um, that's that's very true. I think yeah. it makes really good use of music, but then I think all his films kind of do that to some degree. Um, yeah, I think I think he's he's yeah. got that. I mean, you know, we were yeah. sort of talking about Tarantino. Uh, Tarantino yeah. again uses music very well. Uh, he composes a really great soundtrack. He puts together a good list and you know a playlist. But... I think Simon Pegg. Um, I think he transitions from a sitcom character in Spaced, mm. which is not a diss on Spaced. No. But Spaced is a little bit less grounded, I guess. Right. Because it does feel a little bit like they say things because they're funny. Yeah. And in this one, it's more along the lines of you actually kind of buy... I, I accept that they would have this kind of interaction. I, you know? I get that, yeah, um, yeah. I'm not dissing Spaced at all. It's just a different, totally different thing. Yeah. Um, but no, it's good. I mean, there's a few kind of lame gags, like, you know, pan up and you hear the groaning and then you just see that he's just yawning. Yeah, like stuff like that. It's like, yeah, okay, but that's like the first gag in the whole film. That is, so that, kind of yeah, I mean, there is, yeah. there is stuff like that. Oh, like, and you know, the whole marketing direction that they had was like, oh, isn't it? it isn't aren't real people like zombies? When you yeah. know, nah, fuck off. Well, <laughs> you know, they're not like zombies. The, the, but the thing is, you know, it's mm. like I saw that as sort of affectionate homage because that is yeah, basically yeah. just you know what Dawn of the Dead is saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, you know, it says it very sort of pointedly. Yeah, really. And it's like, okay. You know, and obviously they've got a lot of reverence for that. You know, for yeah. George Romero, R.I.P., and uh, for for his sort of batch of films and that sort of take on it. Yeah. And I guess that was just a like you know a way of saying. Well, you oh, have yeah. the nice little "We're coming to get you, Barbara" reference, that, that which is, is that nice. Is funny. It's a nice little tossed off reference. Yeah, you know? that, that is that is very funny. Yeah. Um, the thing with the 
the ways of dispatching the 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 zombies. Like we, we I think I saw the trailer for it yeah. when they're when they're flinging records and shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, are we going to see like you know him decapitate a zombie with a fucking record? Yeah. It's like no, because they're really shit mm. at doing that and like throwing toasters and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, God, that's funny. Is... But what I love about that first that first kill, you know, when they when they go into the shed and he gets the cricket bat. Yeah. And he just holds that shot for ages, and it's like obviously they're not doing a good enough job, or yeah. they're not like heavy enough, and he's just got absolutely brain yeah. the fuck out of it and the blood is just yeah. like progressively splashing yeah. up that's really funny because I, it, I, it I, ventures into that sort of oh yeah i also love the character the subtle characterization of that because uh, i say subtle but huh. when sean is finished he looks absolutely horrified yeah and ed looks like vicious he's like grit his teeth and he's like oh yeah and like uh, yeah. adrenaline rush and oh, i yeah. like when the... he when he brings out one with the ashtray yeah, or something yeah, and he's yeah. just like oh, yeah but then when it cuts to yeah. him on the sofa yeah. and he's just like eating his fucking cornetto yeah. and Sean's just yeah Rrr. yeah yeah that i always thought yeah. that was interesting that was yeah. interesting two different two different types of people basically that yeah i don't know i just liked that i thought it was nice it's funny like yeah. the um the the gag is you know when he's uh, when they're in the shop is like there's no i in team but there is an i in pie mm. as in meat pie meat is an anagram of team i don't know what he's talking about <laughs> and it goes, yeah. it goes fucking nowhere. It's like, yeah. okay, that that's great, that's great. I, I love little gags. I think like my that. favorite gag is when they realise that Pete might be a zombie, and you get that shot from above, the top of the stairs, and he just goes, <laughs> Pete, <laughs> oi prick, yeah, for just the, the sheer, yeah, Pete, <laughs> that always gets me. <laughs> it's, do, do you know what the the nice thing about it was? It was like, it seemed. Like an extension of that collaboration, you've, yeah. got the, you've got that same group of people. Like they've obviously got a really comfortable group of yeah. people that they're working with. Yeah, like Pierce, yeah. Serfinowitz. Um, and then you get the sort of little uh, nods to it when you, the Sean's group meet up with Yvonne's group, and it's like yeah, Martin yeah, Freeman yeah. and fucking um, what's Matt his, Lucas. Yeah, that kind of thing. Thames like, and Greg, I think. Thames and Greg. Yeah, and the uh, Reese uh, Witherspoon. <laughs> Shearsmith, Reese Shearsmith, I know who you mean, I know who you mean, yeah. And you get a sudden bonk on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, why? It's Reese it's re- That was a very funny gag, yeah. though, that, that this is happening, there's another team of British comedy actors going yeah, around, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was very funny. Um, I think, the, yeah, they do succeed to an extent in creating a, a reasonable atmosphere, yeah. Um, and it's again, it, and it comes back to that thing of, of the the sort of low zombies versus the running zombies thing of like, yeah, the situation just gets out of hand just because of the sheer mass, yeah. like the the just it's overwhelming fucking odds and it's going to go pear shaped. Um, but the 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 sequence with uh, the jukebox with the Queen, oh, I the love that. When they're and kill the Queen, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I, that that is a sequence that, uh, that is made in the edit suite. Yeah, really. Yeah, um, but it works really well. Um, it's it's a strong film. Mm. It's but it's difficult for me to watch, and I almost almost wish that I could erase the other two from my brain mm. so that I could watch that completely unguarded. Because now all I can see of that is reflections of what's to yeah. come, and it it takes something away from that. I um, um I, horribly. Feel, I want to point out before we talk about Hot Fuzz though. Yeah. I think Edgar Wright was quite astute in a way of creating his own cult. Because when they brought that movie out on DVD, yeah. they were like, Well, if we absolutely ram this with extras, yeah. if we throw everything on here, it will automatically appear as though we have a huge kind of like following. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like five commentaries. And what that screams to me is just like, oh no. 
I love my own work so fucking much. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that, really. No, no. But that's that's a guy who loves his own work so much he wants everyone to know everything. He doesn't want there to be any mystery. No. That's why you've got the tracks on, for example, Space, which is like, here's what this is a homage to. Here's what this is a homage to. Yeah, yeah like the, the homage like, Do you need... Does everything have to be transparent? You know what I mean? Like, can't you have any mystery in no. your work? And See, then that is a little bit frustrating to me. That, that's like that was a sort yeah. of sore point for me when they brought yeah. Spaced out in America, uh, yeah. the box set in America, and they had people like Tarantino doing a commentary. Yeah, yeah. Like, and Eli Roth. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Seriously, it's yeah. like you're you're trying to show us that you're in on this yeah, like, yeah, 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 group yeah. of filmmakers that yeah. you know. Actually, I fucking hate. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to hate Edgar Wright. That's that's the thing. It's like, oh fuck's sake, this is just you know you like. Well, that's him. Yeah, that's him basically just being. No, I'm I'm on a level with these yeah. people. I mean, I don't know who would want to be on the level with Eli Roth. Well, exactly. The worst filmmaker in the history. I of like cinema. the smell of my own farts. You know, yeah. it's, it's that. God, I'd shit. like him to die. Yeah, Eli Roth just yeah. should be under a bus. Yeah, he should. Yeah. Just like trapped under a bus. Yeah, and like no in, one's helping. Like, him. like in uh, the Naked Gun, you know, yeah. O.J. Simpson. Yeah, and no yeah. one helps him. Nobody helps him. Just yeah. like no, no. And then he staggers into some wet paint and goes, "Oh no." <laughs> what? You know, when Naked Gun. Oh yeah. When he gets shot and he's staggering around. Oh yeah. 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 That's you know, it, yeah. 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 Eli Roth. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. Worthless human being. Yeah. Worthless. No talent. Nothing. Just no. garbage. No. Just cunt. Never made anything of any consequence or worth. Actual cunt. Yeah. Quiet. Um. But. Shaun of the Dead is it's yeah. it's successful at what it does, and the thing is, what you're saying. I mean, I'm one of these people who buys DVDs for the extras. Yeah. So I picked that up and went. So you don't buy any DVDs anymore then? No, because they don't put them on there. Correct. Anymore. Yeah. I've, Do I've, they put I, them on Blu-rays? Yeah. If I just switch to buying Blu-rays now, yeah. I, I held out for so long, and then yeah. it was like, oh, Blu-ray uh, DVDs are now getting really short shrift. Right. Well, I guess I'm going to have to buy a Blu-ray player. Yeah. And. I don't think they put any additional extras or anything on it. Well, um, Blu-rays, they tend to put more extras on the Blu-rays these days. But. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of, like, it doesn't seem yeah. like the extras on there are anything that they couldn't put on a DVD. No, it's no, just that no, that is okay. now the accepted format, yeah. you know what I mean? But when yeah. I picked up Shaun of the Dead on DVD, I was like, wow, this is fucking jammed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I listen to all those commentaries, man. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz come 2007? 2007, yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, um, them doing basically the same, like, very pointedly, yeah, we're doing basically the same thing, except this time we're doing it for like action. We're doing action films. We're doing action yeah, films, yeah. 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 Um, um, I, I, I came in later years to find this to be my favourite, but that's, that's actually changed. Uh, I think. I love it. Um, initially, yeah. You. You enjoyed it because we went to see it together. Yeah, we did. The, yeah. This this is one you of were delighted things. by Cranham. I was yeah. It was that was the thing. It was um, a lot of older actors. Yeah. That are obviously you know like you've got uh, Belloc from Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark, Paul Freeman. Um, you've got uh, Billy Whitelaw from The Omen. Mm. You've got you yeah a lot of people, and then Cranham turns up, and I'm like Cranham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was actually doing that in the back row, wasn't I? Yeah, were people getting pissed off? I didn't. No, you just did it once okay. when he appeared, and, okay. I, and I laughed. Okay, cool. Yeah, mm. if it, I think this is the one of the first things we saw like together. It must have been you, yeah. you and you, just you and me. I think. Yeah, it must it have been. Like, yeah. yeah, I was. I was psyched for this. Was that before Spidey? Spider-Man Three. Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it was because that was out in February. Yeah. I think it was out like Valentine's Day or something. Right. Right. Something. Something strange. Um, yeah. And yeah, that was before Spidey. Yeah. Man. Minge. Um, fag. Yeah. Whoa, Eaters. careful. Eaters. When you said that, nobody nobody knows what Fagitos is, so it just sounds like you just said fag. Eaters. <laughs> yeah, Fagitos is a uh, restaurant in Mill Road, Cambridge. It was one of the, it was one of our favourite haunts yeah, uh, in yeah. during the three years. So when he says fag, he's not actually saying fag like faggot, he's saying fag. Eaters. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thanks, okay. thanks for pointing out. Uh, yeah, well, I wanted to make it, people know that you weren't a homophobe. Oh, I am. Yeah. I just not, yeah. in the, just not in that context. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hates um, gays. Hates, them. hates gays. Cannot um, stand them. No, I mean, why are they here? Okay, this should, we should stop this. We should, <laughs> no, obviously we don't hate gays. No, obviously not. Yeah, we think they're great. Yeah, that's why we always have sex with each other and and kiss and that. Who? Me and you. That must have been three years I was on crack then. Yep, I, yeah, that's when it was. That's yeah. when it was. Like I said, yeah. best years of your life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, when you're getting rotted off me. Yeah. Rotted. Ro- rotted, yeah. Rotted. Rotted. Wow. Yeah, I know. Sorry. You, t- you took it to that level. Smashing it. Smashing it. Yeah. Day in, day out. Well, that explains all my pain now. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yep. Because yeah. obviously you've got too tiny a penis to actually do that. It's so you really must, You must have used something else. No, it's more just a sort of bereftness that's manifested as physical pain. Right. Okay. And that will never go away, mate. I, I guessed you were in there like lamppost or something. Yeah. 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 Just fulfill lamppost. Yeah. Anyway, um, hot fuzz. Hot fuzz. I might delete all of that. Yeah. Hot fuzz. Cool. I'm fine, yeah. fine with it. Um, hot fuzz. God. Again, it's like you've got the. It's difficult for me to watch. Mm. No. Well, already he's repeating his tricks. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And, he, and he's really enjoying it this There's time. no progression from Shaun of the Dead as a director. No, no. And yeah. little progression in them as a, a writing team. Yeah, really. I mean, well, none you could say. Yeah. Really, it's a. Very, um, it's still funny. I think it's still a very funny film. I, Fox. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I despise a the great fact big now bushy beard that it takes its influences yeah. from Michael Bay as opposed yeah. to like a proper action film. Well, it's annoying that it takes its influences then and literally tells you them. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah, like yeah. Here, here's the scene where we're watching all the films that we watched when we were making this. Sort yeah, of thing. it's like, come on, man. Well, the, 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 this is the thing yeah. for me. Now, I I said to you, like going back and rewatching it, I find that third act almost like yeah. you know just wretched. Now. Yeah. And the problem is that for me, the third act of Shaun of the Dead is a completely bought into, compre- yeah. comprehensible, well told horror film. Yeah. That. Is totally incomprehensible. Yeah. Um. Just incoherent. Edited yeah. to fucking shit. Yeah. He's really bad at action. Action film. Mm. And yeah. it's like I can't engage with this on an action level now. So you've failed here. Yeah. Where I, I did before, I think, because I was so fucking hyped yeah. up by it. But now going back to it, I'm like, nah. And yeah. the, the problem is that he's taken an influence from Bay as opposed to anybody with well, actual so, talent. For me, my my problem is just sort of. Um, if it, it, for me, it's a big betrayal of the character Nicholas Angel. The, the main character really mm. is that you know he definitely wouldn't do this like he would go to London yeah tell them yeah and they'd come back and do it properly yeah but no in this it's like no we need to end the movie so we have to have this happen yeah and it strikes me as lazy See, as writing because it's like well we've because the characterization of him I think is quite consistent throughout it is yeah until it, the end when it's just like no he this wouldn't happen this would yeah. not happen and I know it's just a comedy but you've got to be the consistent. character I mean, painting yeah. him as the complete straight man it was, yeah. was a weird yeah. thing um but to see I mean that is actually quite a nice progression. <laughs> it's it's a reasonably well done you yeah, know, it from is, him yeah. being just totally yeah. straight laced to like hey relax a bit and enjoy yeah. it you yeah. know like oh okay the little segments of like you know when they're when they're doing the uh, the traffic uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the fucking the speedometer yeah and the one goes flying past and they have that sort of quick cut montage as if there's going to be a huge car chase and then it's just like yeah. <laughs> it's just nothing like that's funny yeah but when it comes to actually having to do that yeah doesn't work mm-hmm. doesn't work so well um, having said that. There are some really sweet gags in that. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Um, and again, you've got like Paddy Considine. You've got uh, fucking Jim Broadbent. Oh god, you've, you've Considine got... is amazing in that. Considine's fucking brilliant. Kevin Eldon. Yeah. You know, 
I, I, Bill Bailey. The, the, Nobody tells me nothing. Bill Bailey, yeah, yeah. Play, and that's that's a really well played gag as well. Yeah. Him, him having the twin brother. Yeah. Um. But the, uh, I don't know. It's again that is more. I think. I don't know that Edgar Wright actually is a director as much of an editor. No, really. he's, I don't know. He's he, an editor's director. Yeah, he's he's. I think he's a model director. Really, that's my main problem. We'll talk when we get to the Baby Driver. That's the big. I guess, I guess of that's that, that's where. Yeah, because it's all just. It's like he wants to do so many things, but he doesn't want to pace himself, so he just does them all, and you know, and it doesn't work. Do you know what it feels like? It almost feels like he's yeah. just he's his brain is so stuffed full of stuff yeah. that he wants to do that he can't actually. It feels unfocused. Yeah, hot fuzz. That's that's I, what. Yeah, I'm I, I still think it's strong stuff, though. I really do. I really do like it. It's 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 not hateful. It's not bad. It's it's just annoying. It's, yeah. it's it's always disappointing, actually. Yeah. If if I see it now, with the benefit of seeing Shaun of the Dead again recently, and then going into Hot Fuzz, I'm like, oh man, man, you really you were doing something now, and now you're just repeating yourself. Um, having said that, I mean there are some good guys like the the fucking, <laughs> you, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> time you realise that you and your monkey. Yeah. You mean me or that? And he's just holding up a tiny monkey. Yeah, I, th- I, I love that. But you get a lot of foreshadowing in that. I noticed. Yeah, like um, the when Timothy Dalton comes running up, and he's like, "Yes, I'm, catch me later." You know, I'm like, yeah. "Oh, because because you're actually going to get caught by him later." That's, yeah, that's but well, that that that, that and, I disagree. That's a very the, blatant gag. Yeah, and the, the thing fact of, that he's like, um, "I'm a slasher of prices, catch yeah. me later," and that's the joke. Like, but that's the, that's not foreshadowing. Like that's the, just the joke. When they go at the village fate, and it's like yeah. somebody's numbers up at three o'clock, yeah. and then yeah, you and get splat the rat. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, really, it's really obvious. It's, yeah. But it's only obvious with hindsight, of yeah, course. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's why... Unlike World's End, where it's obvious from the beginning. Where it's obvious from the very beginning. Where they literally yeah. tell you what's going to happen um, to all yeah, the characters. Like, yeah. It's just like, okay, you don't yeah. even need to pay attention through no, this. You don't, we're, no, you don't. Because we're going we're to actively tell you. Yeah. That's, that's wearying, actually. Um, I think... I, I tell you what I really like in uh, Hot Fuzz still. What? P.I. Staker. Piss Taker. Come on! <laughs> and then just, yes, Mr. Staker. Yes, Mr. Staker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Um, it's... There are there are bits of it yeah. that I like. I mean, I, it, as I say, it's not a hateful film. No. Um, and it's like, oh yeah, when they're trying to catch the swan, and he's just like, huh, huh. That's just going to scare it. <laughs> 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 they, they do underplay some of this stuff. Yeah. It's 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 nice, and their partnership is actually, it it's it's it works to some degree. That him just being this childlike, naive, nothing who's just who just thinks it's all action, yeah. and him just playing it very straight laced. Yeah. They work well off each other in that film. I yeah, think. I, I do like their relationship, and it. it's mm. it's good. But the the rest, the, the filmically, it's just not as strong as Sean. Nowhere no. nowhere near it, uh, unfortunately. No, and that, that's that's it makes it harder we watch it bit of a departure coming up in 2010 though yeah uh, when he made scott pilgrim versus the world which is based on uh, the comic by brian leo malley right um which i have i have no yeah, knowledge of the I, I have but i won't let it sort of seep into the um thing okay. if i can help it but uh i it it's an empty film of emotion and meaning really so mm. i'm not a big fan of it i get that it, it's a fairly wretched fairly there's some really bad writing in it that pisses me off did he write it? Uh, I don't think he wrote it, but I mean, a lot of it is taken straight from the comic, right? And the stuff they added that's not from the comic is universally quite horrendous. Okay. The, my like one of my least favorite lines in the history of cinema is in that film, and it's "I'm a little by furious." Oh yeah, 
Is it's that, terrible. Is, so that's not in the comic. No, not at all. That it's seems retro, to... It's the kind of thing where he read the comic and wrote, "I'm going to write something like this," mm. or whoever wrote it. I don't know whatever come wrote. Okay. It. Yeah. And I hate that line. It's so annoying because it's like, stop doing this. Stop alienating sexualities and making unfunny jokes like this. It's not yeah. funny, you it, know? It does seem to fit the tone that he's carried yeah. in the rest of the film. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I guess if it's... Yeah, that film is quite beloved by the cult people. Yeah, but right? it's because it's made for them. So like, yeah. The first thing that happens is you've got the 8-bit, which by the way looks shit, Universal logo, which doesn't look like anything like track an as well. Yeah, and then you've got the Zelda, the Zelda noises, yeah, which yeah. is everyone who's a Nintendo fan is retarded, so they're all just going to be like, "Oh, that's from Zelda! I love Zelda, and you know what I don't love? Going outside ever." Been a bit harsh there. I'm a big fan of Nintendo. Yeah, he's also a big Zelda fan. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah and that's why he never goes outside. Yeah, but I, I just, to me, that's just like pandering. It's mm. big time pandering, and I hate that. It's like, I get oh, that. What are you doing? What are you doing, Scott? I'm getting a life. Because I've got an extra life from a video game. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. From games like you like. Don't you like video games? This film's for you, video games men. Okay. Not women, just men. Okay. I hate it. Okay. That's cool. Piece um, of shit. It's, it's funny. No, it isn't. It's, no, it's funny because I thought this would be the kind of thing that you would eat up, actually. And, and it's making you angry. It's I don't just, like being pandered to. Okay. I dislike it. Yeah, I don't mind being pandered to as long as I don't realise it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Edgar Wright makes it very obvious. And for me, as a as a sort of nobody, so you know, somebody that's never read the comic, yeah, somebody that isn't a gamer, um, yeah, it was like, and I think maybe it was just a bad period for cinema when it came out. I th- yeah. I, I remember going to a lot of stuff and coming out feeling like fucking hell. Um, <laughs> Uh, obviously, you know, this was only a couple of years after, like, Spider-Man 3 and all that sort of stuff, which was like, seemed like I was trudging through yeah. films. And this was what I really appreciated in it, and I still appreciate in it, you know, having rewatched it recently, is the colour of it and the vibrancy in it. I think it's a really high-energy film, and I think it does dip in places. I mean, the, you, you, you were looking at it a bit there just before we started this, which was just a conversation in a flat. That reminded me of Spaced. Yeah, the way the way that was framed, the way it was it was just like the the dialogue was played out, mm. the way it was sort of edited, um, and it was like, oh, okay, we're we're back to just sort of conversational thing, yeah. and then he gets into the the fighting styles and all that sort of stuff, and I'm just like, I suppose this is ju- this this energy carries me through I, the film. I suppose I couldn't help comparing it to the comic, even though I said I wouldn't, because mm. everything that they cut from the comic is what made the comic good to me. Right. They cut the entire arc of Scott Pilgrim realizing that his rose tinted memories of his behaviour are inaccurate and that he's hurt a lot of people right. with the way he's behaved. And in this, it's like, nah, you don't have to... You don't, fuck that. I guess. And it's like, what? For me, it was too cartoonish to actually want to invest in actual characters. Yeah, I suppose. Does that make sense? Well, I mean, it, it makes sense, but it doesn't make the film any better, I suppose. No, no, uh, but, it, but it means that I'm coming yeah. from it from an objective yeah. that, that you're not, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, it, it did irritate me because... I, I think there is stuff that works written down that doesn't work spoken. Right. You know, like bread. Bread makes you fat. You know. Right. Got it. Bread. Butter. Bread makes you fat. Butter makes you fat. You know. Butter makes you fat. Right. And that's like what? And then like, I mean, examples of dialogue. Like you know the bit that we saw where it's like she's not going to geek out, is she? It's like uh, she geeks. She has the capacity to geek. You know. Uh-huh. And it's like. This is not all of this is not from the comic, and it's terrible. Like, okay. and it's right. annoying. And and like the stuff right before that, where he's like, 
are you going to be good? And she's like, why am I normally not good? Uh-huh. Please be good. That's I like that. That's uh-huh. funny. Uh-huh. But then as soon as it goes into just, yep, yeah, she geeks. She has the capacity to geek. It's like, shut the fuck up, you stupid nerd. I want to smash your teeth in. <laughs> I get mad at it. It's like, why are you like this? What? You know, why are you being like this? I right. hate you. I don't, hate you. Don't hold back. They're empty-headed fucking characters. And Ramona Flowers in that movie is just a character with no personality. Mm. Who he falls in love with, presumably because of her looks. Fair enough. But... She's never developed. There's no reason why he would fight for her. Like it's, ne- I mean, you know, he would because he's not, you know, because he's in a relationship with her. But, mm. you know, he cheats. He cheats on knives and yeah. never. There's no repercussion of that whatsoever. Nothing. Mm. Nothing. No. And, and it, it just it's callous and it's lazy and it's like, it's and it's almost like he's going. Nah, these people won't care because I put some sonic sound effects in there and you know, yeah. there's some coins. Look, that's like in a video game. Like, are you distracted? Whoa, you know. Yeah, I liked. Okay. Was it Jason Schwartzman playing Gideon, Gideon in the end? Yeah, I mm. liked him quite a lot. I've always liked him though. I think he's a good value. I like um, Chris Evans in it. Oh yeah, as, he's as, playing um, uh, Lucas, Lucas Lee. Yeah, Who, was that it, Chris Evans? I thought it was yeah. the Superman guy. No, it's Chris Evans. Uh, Brandon Routh is vegan guy. Oh, that's Chris Evans. Holy shit! I would never yeah. have placed that as him. Which even is just exactly like him. well, that's just before he does like yeah. you know the the whole Captain America thing, and I'm like, oh, okay, so you're you're sort of. It's it's playing on that very sort of yeah. I d- I don't know. There's something about it. It's it just fits his personality. I think yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, play yeah, that part. Yeah. I think that was really well cast. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. I I can't say that it's a great film. I can't yeah. with with any sort of you know um, yeah. foundation. I can't I can't say that. But I can say, like, put it this way: if 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 you were like, okay, we're gonna watch Scott Pilgrim or mm. we're gonna watch Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, you choose like, Pilgrim. Yeah. I choose Scott Pilgrim because yeah. I'd be like. Yeah, I this the energy of this will carry yeah. me through to the end, and I won't hate myself for watching it. Mm. I won't. Hate I, 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 w- I mean, you know, I would watch it mm. again. But is there anything you actually like in it? Yeah, some of the stuff from the comic is translated over quite well. Mm. A lot of it isn't, and you know, it's it's a pretty entertaining movie. Like the com, the fight scenes aren't ridiculous, weight shaky cam bullshit. No, he does know. You know, I mean, uh, I, that, I like that, some of the look and the, the comic book stuff popping up on the screen kind of works. Mm. Some of it doesn't. Right. There are whole extensive sequences that aren't in the uh, book at all. Like when he goes to see Julie at the second cup and she keeps swearing at him, and every time it swears, it gets glitched and distorted. Bleeped out, yeah. And it's like, this is shit. Like, this is really lame. It feels like it's trying to be quirky. Mm. And I hate that. I hate that. Okay. It reminded me of like Juno or something, where every line felt self conscious. (laughs) Yeah. And I hate that. I, I I like to feel as though what I'm seeing. Could conceivably be said by the characters who inhabit the world, and in that yeah. it doesn't feel like that. It feels disconnected. It feels like they're trying to amuse you, I get and not that. to interact with each other. I mean, they can amuse you naturally, but you, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah, there there is an undercurrent yeah. in mm. in the film. I will I will agree with you. Like, there is for me, like you know, will you be good? Why am I normally not good? Kind of that exchange. I believe that, mm. even though it is quite a quirky and strange well, exchange. I believe that she's you know. Yeah, yeah but yeah, then yeah. right after that, you know, is she going to geek out of this? Yeah. She geeks. She has the capacity to geek, and it's like, shut up. That really bothers you, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. It, no one would say that. It annoyed the hell out of me. If 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 somebody it, wanted, it feels to... like someone imitating that writing style. I you get can't that. Quite I get do that. It. And try and trying to be funny like as I'm a little being... by furious. The same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's it's fair. I, as I say, I just it was so outlandish. Yeah. That I I didn't actually care about characterization. I yeah. Guess. I just wanted to be sort of swept up in it mm. and like at the end of 90 minutes or whatever. Got... I suppose for me characterization is all that's left when you Omega Wright is directing it. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> okay. Because you know, there's nothing really 
in terms of direction, it, it just feels like he's again throwing a load of shit at the walls. Like that Seinfeld segment with the Seinfeld music and the sitcom and the oh. laugh track that pops up oh, for some reason. Yeah, that's that's weird. And there's no real and then the only reason it's in there is to be quirky. It feels like you're watching Natural Born Killers or something. And it's yeah. like, oh, this scene is like a sitcom, even though it's really bleak and dark, you know, and it's like, shut up, Oliver Stone, you dickhead. <laughs> you know? It just feels like he's going, This will be more memorable if I put this over it, even though it has no bearing or factor into why this scene is like this or mm. I don't know, it just it's it's lame. Um it's... And, and, I, and to me it's his worst, by far. Okay, it's the but, bottom of the pile. For well, me. we 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 disagree on that. Yes, I think the, the one coming after this uh, is the worst. But I, I do I I do agree with you in terms mm-hmm. of it not feeling very genuine. Um, which which is another thing when when you when you go back to space actually considering space because I think this sort of hits on mm-hmm. what I was trying to say earlier in terms of some of the reactions in that sitcom some of the the dialogue exchanges don't feel like the way I, actually people speak and it yeah. and it's like but the i guess i guess the, the sort of scenario is that they're so immersed in pop culture that they they, they conceive of yeah. everything happening in their lives as like oh well you know it was you know like that whole thing yeah. with her working in the restaurant it was like christ it was like one flew over the cuckoo's nest in there or yeah. something you know and I, I guess that sort of works but at the same time there there is a there is a capability in that sitcom of being able to pair it back and actually do do show some genuine emotion. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think the the pairing is really strong. Whereas in something like this, it's yeah. just farcical. It's like I, I, a, I cannot buy I suppose it. Talking about spaced. Yeah. Uh, briefly, I suppose that's the issue because what I'm trying to I don't know if I'm communicating it well enough, but it doesn't matter if it doesn't if it isn't how people speak in real life as long as it feels like it's how people would speak in this world. Mm. And that's why I don't like the Matrix episode because I don't feel as though Jessica Hines would have a kung fu fight with an agent from the Matrix. Right. I just don't see Daisy doing that. You know yeah, what I mean? I get and that. that pulls me right out of it. And then that's mm. the—I think that's the only time in the series I really felt like that. I think it was. I feel like Tim would shoot um, someone in the bollocks with a paintball gun. Yeah. yeah. Right. Think, it's not a bedsit. It's a flat. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, I love that. Yeah, I get that. But then you—you've got the whole. Follow, immediately following that, you've got Mike having the death scene. Yeah, and then just like him doing the, because I believe oh, that he would do that. Yeah, Mike. Like, you know what? Mm. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, <laughs> just like nothing, nothing. It's like you've just seen your, your best mate die, and he's mm. like, he's not, he's not really dead. Well, yeah. why doesn't he like cough up some paint as well? Yeah, he like, coughs like, up some I fucking paint. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm so tired. <laughs> the thing is, it is such a delicate balancing act. It is, and when it right is. when it when right gets it uh, well right, <laughs> hey. it works brilliantly, and when he gets it wrong, it's Scott Pilgrim. I think. Actually, or World's End. If if I think about it, mm. when you've got Simon Pegg and Jessica Hines, yeah, writing together, yeah, maybe that's where the balance maybe. is. Whereas when you've got Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright doing yeah. it, it's like there is there is no balance because first of all, well, you know, it's two men, yeah, yeah, and yeah. secondly, it's like they're they're both so like nerd obsessive that yeah. it's just like there, there's nothing for them. There's, although Shaun of the Dead feels grounded, so maybe they just lost the plot later on. Mm. But it's like there's nothing to ground them. Whereas I think Jessica Stevenson is actually a really great comedy writer, and yeah. maybe lent just a okay, let's reel that back. It, it feels like the Matrix episode might have been more a Peg creation than a just yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. It's it's funny. I do like the fact that you know at the end of that episode they go, it's, it's like yeah, that was that was all just a bit yeah unrealistic. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like well, okay. Well, if you if you can acknowledge that though, then why did you yeah. why did yeah. you fucking yeah. keep going with it? You know, that's my response to almost everything like that. Is like, okay, you can make fun of the shit thing, but you have to also not do the shit thing. Mm. You know? <laughs> yeah, video yeah. games are really bad for that. 
Oh, video, video games are the worst for that, yeah. There's a game called The Bard's Tale, which is like a comedy video game. And there's a stage called like a big obligatory lava level. Right. And it's like, yeah, but this is still a shit long lava level. You can't just say like, oh man, what a shit level. So what would have been funny is like obligatory mm. lava level and you go, oh shit, I've got to navigate this horrible yeah. lava level. And, and then, then you, you don't. Get, you get it, a few yeah. steps in and they're like, no, we're cutting yeah. down another level. The Futurama video game did something similar actually. When you're playing as Bender, you go into a minecart level. Right. And he goes, oh man, a minecart level, these always suck. And then it really does. Right. And it's like, well, then just don't include it. Yeah. You know, don't... It would have been funny if you'd got in the minecart yeah. and then it was just like, you just fell off. And that, yeah, was, yeah. that was the portal yeah, at the yeah, next yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, so that kind of annoyed me. I get, I get that, It's that yeah. whole thing, really. Um, I, d- I, yeah. I, can't, I can't say much negative against it, actually. I, I didn't get anything that you got because I yeah. guess I just wasn't looking for it. It was just like, okay, this is just about what is what the, what the visuals are, and I'm just going to enjoy the visuals. And I did enjoy the visuals. And it was like, yeah. okay, that's enough for me. So, uh, jumping right into 2013 with the last in the three Carlos Conato trilogy, Conato mm. uh, Green, um, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, the, well, the world's yeah. end, yeah. Um, which uh, we have very different opinions on, I think. Yeah, we do. Um, but I'd, I'd like to hear your opinion first. Okay. Well, the world's end, by the way, being about um, you know we've never talked about what they're about. People will know. Yeah, it's it's about the end of the world, basically, but sort of and not really. Anyway, you go on. Yeah, so, which explains everything that's bad about the film, basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's it about? Uh, it's about the end of the world. It's about a million things. It's but about, yeah, what's your what's your take on that film? Having yeah. rewatched it or watched it for the first time? No, rewatched. Yeah. It. Well, having rewatched it, what did you make of it this time? Okay, so I think because they announced this like just after Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Night. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's like okay, so you you're doing a trilogy, great, and then it was like they they respectively got busy doing other things because they were sort of emerging, you yeah. know, quite well. Peg was doing like Star Trek and yeah. um, and Run Fat by Run and shit like that. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um, it felt like they waited too long. Immediately, um, as soon as even when I saw the trailer for it, I went, Nah, this mm. is this is not getting me sort of. Yeah. Going for it. Um, to me, the whole thing feels like. But first of all, they've waited too long. Yeah. Secondly, that they don't really want to do it. Yeah. It feels like something that they have put together because of the expectation yeah. of their fan base that yeah they had to. Now that's that's weird. That's probably not uh, the genesis of it, but that's how it feels yeah. to me. Nothing in it. For me, particularly works. Um, right. The the lead character, yeah, that Peg's playing this Gary time, King, yeah, is yeah. such an abrasive asshole. Now, I understand that that is the point, yeah, and I understand when it when it comes to the end of the film and it sort of turns it on his head and that you know that there is a there is a a reason for it in his character, yeah, but it's like it's immediately sort of wearying to me. Um, they don't give him any likable qualities. And I think they hammer it. I think it's really, really on the nose. Like when he he does the the thing about, um, as as I say, when he lies to Nick uh, Frost's character about his mum dying. Yeah. And then and then when you find out that that's a lie. Yeah. It, it's followed up with quite a funny gag when yeah. he, when he when he just says, "Oh, it's it's just a little white lie." He's like, "Why is that a white lie?" It's like because she's not dead. Hmm. Um, now that's funny. At the same time, it's like, Christ, you you've made this. It's the the tipping point between. Uh, Ed in Shaun of the Dead, who's just who's a bit of an elfish prick, but not actually completely unlikable, not not a complete demon. Yeah. And this guy who's just like, no, 
total fuckwit. Nobody would want to fucking go near him ever, yeah. you know, for life. Yeah. Um, that's that's the problem. And it just the whole film falls down like a house of cards because of that character for me. I don't like seeing Simon Pegg play a cunt. <laughs> um, Nick Frost can do that. Yeah. Uh, Simon Pegg, I don't think he can. Um, do you think if the roles had actually been reversed, you would have liked it better? Like if Nick Frost had played that character? Probably not, actually, because the rest of the characters are so banal, one yeah, no yeah. fucking nothings. Except um, Andy, who is not. Well, I, I don't really like him either. They all just, they're all just two fucking straight-laced, suited, just nothings. Um, yeah. Which, you know, creates the very definite contrast between them and Gary King. Yeah. But it's like, God, you, you've, instead of progressing, it's like you've almost regressed. It's like you, you, you don't trust the audience to get it anymore. You just yeah. like, you've just got to sledgehammer it in. Um, yeah. The, I, I, I see, in, in my mind's eye, I can see a different version of this film that they would create, which is, as I think I, th- I said to you yesterday, is much gentler. Yeah. And it's actually, it's actually got, um, you know, a bit of emotional heft, and yeah. it's actually about these people who actually like each other, as opposed to mm. everybody going, I haven't bothered to keep in touch with him, I've nothing against him, but I just haven't bothered to keep in touch, and then they've got this one character that they just actively avoided for 20 years, and yeah. just like, this doesn't feel like a warm reunion amongst, yeah. like, friends, this feels like, fuck, oh god, it's it's this group again. You, you don't understand why they're friends. Mm. You don't understand why they were ever uh, friends. To, to agree to some to some degree, I got to agree with that. But yeah. I I don't entirely because I think it captures that awkwardness quite well because they sort of come together and they're almost united by not liking Gary very much. Mm. So they sort of immediately clique off like that, which yeah. is which I think is. I mean, I got a lot of positive things to say about this one, and none of them are to do with how well it's been plotted because it hasn't. No, it's, it's I think not that at all. It is the foreshadowing a, is. Really, terrible. really terrible, terrible. Time. Yeah, the women in it are even more marginalized. Oh, than they, they don't were. do shit. Yeah, there's um, one woman who just says crumbs. Yeah, um, seeing people like you know Mark Heap pop up for yeah. his for his cameo, it's like oh, he's, he's very funny in it. Though. Yeah, I there's Mark Heap. Yeah, he was working with him a while ago. Yeah, he's really funny with it. No though. room for Jessica Hines. I noticed. No, well, they're um, done with her. Yeah, they're they're done with her. Of course, um, it's. That sort of thing pisses me off. The the whole thing about I I don't think they made enough of the actual sort of um, pubs. Uh, being, no, they just being, being unique uh, yeah. enough in terms of like you know what the the names of the pubs represented. Yeah. There were there were a couple of points where they they really got it in and was like oh well, that's that's not bad. Um, like the two headed dog. Uh, I think you know that that one was quite funny. But well, you've got like the first post, the old familiar, which is exactly the same. Yeah, and you know that that's that's one. You know, but it's not an old familiar. It's an, it's it's because they make the point about it being a chain place. Yeah, but that's a complete like nitpick. It's not really. It, it is. Though. Well, it how, is, can, how is it not? Well, how is you, that not the most trivial thing to pick up? Because if you call something the old familiar and it's not an old familiar, that yeah. kind of like kind of just. Doesn't register with me. It's the at old all, familiar right? because it's the old meaning the previous thing they just went to. And yeah. you know what? I'm not nitpicking this. This is yeah, a complete no. bullshit point. I'm just no, ignore that one. Point. That's fine. We'll let the listeners decide. Yeah, well, they are. Agree with me because <laughs> I'm right and Ken's wrong. Yeah, well, agree with me because, you know, Stu likes this film. Mm, I do. It's good. It's okay. Good film, well, yeah. you, you tell me what you liked about it then. Um, I think the theme of growing up and moving past all the things you held dear as a child resonated with me quite a lot. Okay. 
uh, like his desire to go back and finally complete this complete triviality, mm. which is the pub crawl. The fact that he's come out of a... Well, spoilers, by the way. The fact that he's come from an institution, like he's been institutionalized, he's been like sectioned or something. It, yeah, you know, you don't you don't really find out where no. or anything, but yeah, there's definitely an indication of that. Well, he's in a group at the beginning. Like, well, I I registered that it was like maybe alcoholics and owners. Could have been, but yeah. no. But then you find out later that it's not, and it contextualizes that part for you. I suppose you would assume that it's meant to be AA. Yeah. But then it gets contextualized later by that reveal, and you know, I I find the whole friendship or the relationship between Andy and uh, Gary quite moving. Because of Andy, he he just can't leave him behind to die. Mm. I mean, because you, you wouldn't be able to do that anyway. But Andy just is... He hates that he gives a shit. Mm. And I, I found that interesting, because you don't see that that often. Yeah. I love like the, some of the more cathartic sequences, like when uh, Andy destroys... Um, you know, when he tears his shirt off, yeah. screaming about how much he hates Newton Haven. Yeah. And then just goes mental, and you get that really very cool part, part fight sequence where um, Gary is just trying to keep his pint like level the whole mm. time. I, I did enjoy that. Um, I think it's a mess. I think it's a total mess. But mm. the themes really kind of worked for me until, until the very end, when I think it completely goes off the boil. Uh, it's quite interesting how the movie ends up with Gary teaming up with the blank versions of his childhood friends. Right. Because he he just can't let go. Mm. But then they also, instead of making him a pitiable figure, they make him a sword wielding badass. Yeah, and it's like, hey, I don't really. What the fuck? What, what did they just did? Sword? Did Simon Page just say, "Oh, I want to have a sword now"? Yeah, because that's what it feels like, you know. Swords are cool. I want to have a sword, and that's like, come on. I, t- I tell you, visually, I think it looks like absolute fuck rot. Um, in places, yes, it's too dark Com- compared to what they've done before. But I noticed actually mm. that the because uh, I was I I just I don't know why I caught it, but you know, watching yeah. through the the end credits, the director of photography is actually a recognised Hollywood director yeah. of photography, yeah, as opposed to anybody that they've worked with previously. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. okay, that's probably why. Okay. Yeah, that's that's an indicator of something, yeah. isn't it? That it's just like you're you're too big, no. Yeah, and that I feel like. Maybe this shouldn't get to me, but maybe that spoils it for me. Maybe it was like the rest of the product was mm. like what they've done before feels homegrown, yeah. whereas this feels like we're movie stars now. I think there is so yeah. much packed into it that the little themes and sequences that do resonate with me add up to an experience that I quite like. Mm. There are scenes I like for their sort of almost sledgehammer symbolism, like when he punches his wedding ring out of the um, blank stomach and then pops on his finger. Right. And then they undercut that immediately afterwards with a joke. I just put my wedding ring out of a robot's tummy, which <laughs> I really liked. Um, and, you know, Gary's obsession going from, like, sort of humorously pathetic to actively sort of saddening, like, come on, man, stop. Mm. When, when Andy drops his... Because they're both playing up to a pretense and Andy drops his sooner than Gary does. Mm. And Andy drops his pretense of just like, look, you obviously have a problem, you know? Yeah. When previously he's just chastising him and trying to seem above him and better than him. Mm-hmm. And then he just gives that up towards the end to just be like, come on, man, you didn't used to be like this. And I, I find that quite moving. Mm. I find the, the friendship of it quite moving. And then the fact he never sees him again after that is quite interesting. But then they ruin it by um, having him turn up as a sword-wielding badass, as previously mentioned. Yeah. So, no, it's a goddamn enormous mess of a movie that... I nonetheless got quite a bit out of. It's also not got nearly enough jokes in it. 
No, there are no jokes. There, no, there are several jokes, but there are. Well, they all fall flat. Then, we no, there are several good jokes, but they 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 mostly fall flat. Yes, or the but it's just not funny, really. I mean, there's a couple of things I like, but they're mostly throwaway lines. Like mm. the big jokes tend to do nothing for me. Right. Um. There's a bit where Gary makes some ridiculous comment, some joke, and you actually get a shot of all of the other four staring at him like. Do you remember that part? But they're no. all looking at him individually, like it cuts to each one individually. Oh, yeah, exactly. reacting mm. to this thing he said that isn't really that bad. Mm. And it kind of reminded me of the lazy writing of something like David Brent Life on the Road. Right. Where yeah. Brent would say something that was like maybe mildly silly and but not really that bad. Mm. And everyone would react like he'd just said, Went to the Holocaust, had a wank, you know, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, right, okay. And that and that uh-huh. bothers me because it's lazy writing. It's like, oh yeah, we're gonna tell you that this character is embarrassing by having the other characters react with embarrassment. Embarrassment instead mm. of writing something that actually instead of is writing something embarrassing, and, yeah, know, yeah. The whole film isn't like that. Gary King does behave in an embarrassing way, but mm. there is. It's like you don't need to do this. You you need to. You have your writing speak for itself. Don't have these long reaction shots. It's yeah. weird. Uh, anyway, the other thing that annoyed me about it is the fact that some cunt on the internet made a video about how amazing um, a piece of visual comedy it was. <laughs> and you know, I told you about that. Remember? Uh, yeah. Okay. Every frame of painting, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. No, nah, mate. No. Nah. Nah, sorry. No, sorry. Um, Americans I, love Edgar Wright. Yeah, they do. They've they've they've, yeah. they've chewed him up and they have swallowed him. Yeah, um, whole. But and that's yeah. I hate to admit it, but that's a point of contention for me. Is like yeah. you you should be, almost like you should have stayed at home. You know why the fuck are you in America? <laughs> yeah. and, and, and that feels weird to even say that. I'm like, oh yeah, I I don't I don't want you to like you know. Get anywhere with your career, sort of thing. It's like it's basically. No, I get what you mean. It's, it's not. not really... It's not that he shouldn't go to America. It's that he shouldn't. His sensibilities shouldn't go to. America. No, no. It's like you know, you're yeah. you're supposed to. You're not supposed to just mm. um, assimilate all their fucking sensibilities. You're yeah. supposed to bring yours over there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it feels like I don't enjoy watching Simon Pegg anymore. Really. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like him. I in, like him uh, at MI Mission oh, Possible and stuff. As ben yeah, and yeah. He, and like in Star Trek, but yeah, it's like. You can't go back to something like this now. It's like this. This is all we're gonna get. Yeah. And you've ended on a real wet fart. Well, he, well, he's well. The thing for me is that Simon Pegg now has been marginalised as humorous British man. Mm, yeah, you know, like playing Scotty and playing Benji. They're basically the same role, I guess. Although yeah. I like Benji. Don't get me wrong. No, uh, yeah. I love the MI movies, and I think we should do a pod about them sometime. Yeah, we should. Um, and new ones out next year, I believe. Next year, yeah, and I'll yeah. be I'll be fucking in yeah, the queue for that. Yeah, yeah, Rogue Nation was quality. Rogue Nation wasn't the was best one, awesome. but it was quality. It was definitely up there, though. Yeah, it was great. It was it was not you know John yeah. Woo's one. Goddamn, yeah, that's the only one that I don't like. That's the one I fucking hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just turgid. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, yeah, I, I th- see all the points you're making, all the good, all the points you're making about what you liked. Yeah. I did not like because I mm. couldn't buy into it in the first place. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, because because it fell flat for me in the first sort of five, ten minutes, and it did feel like a slog, it did feel like something I was forced to sit through. Yeah. Um, maybe that would have resonated more if I'd enjoyed maybe. it at the beginning, but I just didn't buy into them as a group or yeah. him as a character. And because it was, I felt like, I felt like one of them. Yeah, I was stuck with him for two hours. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I that's know what you mean. That, that's yeah. that's how I felt. It was just weird. Um, not a, not a, not one I like at all. So and that, that's probably the last time I so, watched it. So following that, more uh, not not much till Baby Driver. Mm. Baby well, Driver's the next one, right? Well, you you know, he spent he spent quite a few years um trying to do something. Yeah, which we're not going to talk about. And he got he got the sack. 
Yeah, he was director of Ant-Man for Marvel. Yeah. He, was, he, he, got, he, he got the sack presumably because they wouldn't let him do a shot of Ant-Man's poo going down a toilet. Mm. And then like a quick cut montage of it yeah, flashing out to see. Exactly that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just like, I've got, yeah. the, got the sack, I've been sacked. When they <laughs> say creative differences, they always mean they got sacked. Yeah. That's what that means. It, when they say creative differences, yeah. they mean they actually had a bar fight. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't want to dwell on that, but basically that you know that's the reason why Ant Man is quite poorly directed. Yeah, because um, his stuff is lingering over it. It's it is lingering like a but stink. That took a lot of his time. Yeah, um, developing it, and then he. Got I think sacked. he worked on Tintin as well, didn't he? Uh he did. Yeah, him, yeah. And, him and Joe Wright, Joe Cornish, uh, Joe Cornish. Yeah, is that uh, Joe Wright? Fucking Edgar Wright. Yeah, yeah, is Edgar Wright yeah. and Joe Cornish. Ed, Edgar, yeah. Edgar's brother. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They they spent a bit of time writing that, writing up. Um, but coming, do you know what actually? With the with the benefit of hindsight of that, you know him getting the sack from Ant Man and um, him feeling sort of. A, we you said he posted up that picture of Buster. That Keaton. pissed me off big time. Yeah, that was the beginning of the end for me with him. Right. Although now, having said that, all of the constant features in Empire Magazine about how great he was was also the beginning of the end for mm. me. Like about how he was so punk and but, so like. But do you know? Do you know what the thing is? Yeah. I've, I've just I've just thought of. Um, I don't know if this was the actual genesis of it. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not in his head, but getting the sack from that. Yeah. And going back to something he wrote like twenty odd years ago, and making it with the smugness of yeah, people will eat this shit up, and I'll be yeah. proved right. Almost seems like a massive fuck you to Marvel. As well, a, maybe. As, a, as opposed to, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's like, a, it feels like a vanity project now that we put that in context. Yeah. That's weird. Um, So we saw this last night. Hey, baby Driver. Baby Driver. Now, yeah. I, this is the second time I'd seen it. So, But I'm going to let you take the lead, Stu, because okay. um, you've got a lot to say about yeah, this. Yeah, I, I think Baby Driver is much like um, uh, World's End is a very muddled film. Um, mm. There's a period... Towards the end, and oh, by the way, spoilers for Baby Driver. I think now. this is the first time he's written solo. Uh, it may well. be, yeah. But towards the end, um, there's about a 45 minute period when it's about as good as anything I've ever seen. Well, that's a bit excessive, but it's really good. Mm. Like for its genre, it's strong as shit for about 45 minutes, but it's sandwiched with garbage. Um, <laughs> Like just sequences that made me gr- my teeth grind. I would le- I would put my I would when because Ken had seen it before. I didn't feel bad about interrupting it much, but yeah. I would turn to you and I would just make a wank gesture. Yeah, and yeah. you knew exactly what. Yeah, like, you knew exactly. You know what the you sequence meant. with the butcher, played by Paul Williams. Yeah, and all and it's all these pork metaphors. Yeah, that just goes on yeah. and on and on yeah. and on. Yeah. And you know, it's just you know, wakey wakey. Eggs and bacon all over again. It's just tar- it's just a guy who's seen a Tarantino movie and gone, I can write like that. Yeah. For some reason, it's Aowadi again. Yeah, but no, it's wank. It's just wank, wank, wank. It's like Lucky Number Seven. Do you know that film? I've not. I've not yeah. seen it. Well, Lucky Number Seven feels like that. It feels like someone who's seen a Tarantino movie and decided to copy it with right. loads of pop culture references and well, weirdness. But this is what students do. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw so much of yeah. this in class. Yeah. And it's just like fucking hell. Do something else. Yeah. And when I was curating, remember when I had the yeah, curation yeah, yeah, job? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was I, basically just to give this a bit of context. Um, a couple of years ago, when I was out of work, when I got made redundant, yeah, uh, I got a voluntary job uh, for a, a mobile platform that were that were going to be hosting short films, and basically anybody could submit one. And all I saw were people trying to be Tarantino um, yeah. before they were even fucking I don't yeah. know me. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was it was really obnoxious and boring. Yeah. Um, and this, when you consider, I mean, I don't know what kind of age he would have been, but I assume sort of early twenties yeah. when he wrote this. It's like, yeah, it's exactly what you're talking about. I can do that. You know. Well, as much as I love music, a huge sticking point for me, and I love music, mm. is. Okay, this is making me sound like such a wanker, but okay. all this stuff about you know how music is in your soul and the power of music and how music fuels your every action, it's like the biggest load of shit, and it annoys the piss out of me when people try and elevate something like that into some... You know, the way you react to music, yeah, but when music fuels your existence or it's supposed to fuel your existence or someone like baby in the movie who can only drive well when he's listening to music because mm. it gets like it powers him somehow yeah it annoys me because it fetishizes music <laughs> well that's but it's not just fetishizing music it's fetishizing Edgar Wright's favorite music mm. and it feels almost like his Kim going like I only made this so I could make a promotional Spotify playlist and people think I was cool. Because mm. th that film, more than anything else, seems to be concerned with being cool, which is the most nebulous, yeah. the most yeah. nebulous, I... like intangible concept imaginable. Okay, I get, I get that. I, right, yeah. two, two points. Firstly, the point about fetishizing music. Yeah, I do. Get, I, I get what you're saying. Mm. Like, but I'm not saying music can't move you or change you or anything no, like that. But it was like when, when see like when that. we were listening to uh, uh, that cover of immigrant song. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, if I had that on in my ears loud enough, I feel like I could annihilate a small army. Yeah. Because it's like, that, that's, that's yeah, how that punk mean it gets. Yeah, that doesn't mean you can't. No, I, can, <laughs> I actually can't. Yeah. But it's like, if you take it in the context of the only reason he can he can drive that good is because he feels he can drive that good because of the influence yeah, that the yeah, music yeah. has, I sort of, I get what you might have been trying to do with that. Mm. Um, this, the second point is... Um, Oh shit! I forgot what you said. <laughs> can we can we pause this and just like listen? No, back I to was it? just saying how um, it fetishizes music and how it fetishizes Edgar Wright's favorite cool. music. Cool. You were yeah. saying something about cool, right? And how, Some, it's, how it's more concerned yeah. with being cool than being interesting. Some somebody was saying yeah. this to me about Mario versus Sonic, actually. Yeah. Right? And somebody said to me, and I thought this was quite an astute point, hmm. that when when Nintendo were making Mario games, they were concerned with being fun, and everybody likes to have fun. When Sega were making Sonic, they were trying to make him cool and cool is relative. And I thought that was like, yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty well spot Fun on. is relative too. Not really. Cause, yeah. You know, every, well, ideas are fun, I guess. You know, yeah. some people like to have murders. Yeah. Um, well, some for, people don't like to play platform games. <laughs> well, these people are idiots. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay, sorry. You don't were saying, you ever say anything bad about Sonic ever again. I'll fucking kill you. Well, Sonic shit. That's fair. He is. Yeah. Anyway, Carry um, on. but no, uh, the, the the nebulous concept of being cool mm. is the worst conceivable yeah thing you could ever do. Like, well, I, I come back to that extended yeah. that that long take of him going to get the coffee. Yeah. What is that for? Well, that struck me as interesting because I was kind of like. Why would this be a long take? Like, what, mm. what is this? What is what? Is, this isn't a very impressive sequence. It's not like it's Touch of Evil or something. No, no, it's there's not much not. in terms of choreography that's impressive going on no. here. So it's not. I mean, even the the walking to the shop sequence in Shaun of the Dead has some quite good choreography going. Yeah, on. but it, it's also setting up that. Yeah, really and, it, and it's also kind of understated. But yeah, this is just kind of like the fact that this is one long shot suggests there's something to catch here. There's something to pick up. Yeah, but there's nothing. It's there just was nothing. empty. No, but it's it was just, like the whole film. It was him empty. sort of doing the. Did, did, was it you that said to me about, or was it somebody else? Um, they, 
I vaguely remember somebody making a comparison to Tobey Maguire doing the dance. In that was me, 3. yeah. That's right, what that reminds me of. Yeah. It was like him... When I, he's, I leaned when over in the cinema and I said, this is what this is like. This yeah, is to me. it was like when he's twirling around yeah, the when, and, and, and stuff. And when that because like, he's supposed to be an arsehole because, because it's screaming at you, look how cool he is. You know, um, and I'm like... Except in that movie, it's a parody almost. It's meant to be odd and jarring. In Spider-Man 3. In Spider-Man 3. Yeah, yeah, but here it's just like... a very flawed like, film. Yeah, no, but here it's yeah. just played like... Yeah, but here it's look, like, no, he's just a cool guy. He's, he's just, just a cool. rad dude. Yeah, I mean, even though he's under the oppression of this crime boss and he really hates his life, you know, going going for coffee, being a, being this sort of office skivvy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he really enjoys yeah. it. You know, I'm like, oh, mm. God, really? Um. Well, it's just this the sketchily drawn characters, given the most baseline level of... Okay, so how do you humanize a character? So uh, his mom's dead. Yeah, just given sort of base level. Are you okay? This is gonna sound really heartless, but I'm sick of dead moms in movies, man. So am I, mate. It's like you know, no, 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 um, nothing. uh, uh, How do I dance around this one? Nothing personal, obviously, but because I imagine you would probably receive something like that differently to how I would. Well, no, but the, the the thing is. As, I, as, as somebody who has actually gone through yeah, that yeah, trauma, yeah, yeah, is what I'm trying. I hate using through. that along the, the same the lines, laziness of it. Yeah, yeah. Compa- comparatively, right? Okay, uh, what I'll say to you. Remember the point you made about Logan and the point yeah. you made about the use of hurt. Yeah, yeah. That's the same thing. I was like, yeah, it is. He's got a dead bum. Mm-hmm. You can feel sorry. It's for shorthand him. Like, for yeah, for pathos, for, for I grief. Suppose. No, and fuck yeah, you. Yeah, it's actually annoying. create a character. Yeah, yeah. Because he is a non-character. He is a non-character. I mean, um, if you, if you compare that to like yeah. the the parental, um, you know, the, the the sort of thing about Peter Quill in Guardians. Yeah, like yeah. His situation, his, yeah. His, the loss of his parent, like, you get that right at the well, end. Yeah, at but the it, start, and it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't feel quite it, so immaterial. No, but it's not It's not weighing on no. him. It's, just, it's, it's a really nice emotional sort of touch, touchstone. Thing, yeah. yeah, but um, it's not, yeah. I mean, there are sequences where it comes to the fore in a way I would consider quite clunky, like in Guardians, excuse me, Guardians 2, which I feel has... His her death alluded to in a sort of trivial way, so the plot can happen. I yeah, you may, and you mentioned as I mentioned that on the podcast. Like, yeah, sure. But I'm not talking about we're not talking about Guardians. Too. No, but that, in this just movie, a, a in this movie, movie, it's like his character is slight. He knows it's slight. How can I make it not slight? Dead mum. Yeah, and I hate that. I, I resent that immensely. Yeah, I honestly. hate that too. And uh, you know, even something like Shaun of the Dead, much better, much much better. Yeah, much much better use of the old dead mum trope there. Yeah, because you um, actually see the grief. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and and you you kind of get it. And that's you know? the that is the point where the film changes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's when the pa- when the when the risk becomes reality. Basically. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's exactly. Very, it yeah. crosses over. Yeah, but uh, Baby Driver really just I found a slight experience. You know. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I would probably watch it again because I thought those forty-five minutes in particular. I'm going to spoil it because I got okay, to. Yeah. Spoilers. But when when you get to the sequence played to uh, Hocus Pocus by Focus, right? Until the um. Until the cafe sequence with Buddy, right? That should have been the end of the movie for me, okay. and then the movie kept on going because he wanted to do his little prison love thing as well. Mm, mm. Um, fucking hell! And that's the problem with Edgar Wright for me is that he doesn't know when to stop. He's a bit like Nolan in a way. He doesn't understand brevity. Mm. He doesn't. He just wants all his ideas to be out there because all his ideas are obviously amazing because it's him. You know, it's again, it's a very fine yeah. line between wearing your sort of yeah. a film wearing its heart and its sort of influences on its sleeve, yeah, and just sort of screaming in your face about what they are. I'll, I'll tell you what really struck me about it that I forgot to mention to you yesterday, actually. Yeah, 
the film had been largely sold, oh, there's some amazing stunt driving, all the stunt driving is real. Yeah. There's fucking nothing impressive in that movie. No, there isn't. Like driving wise, there's like there that one scene at the beginning, which is all the trailers when yeah. he's when he swerves through those the dumpster thing. Mm. In, but after that, it's like you you don't you barely get an idea for any of the driving he does being impressive yeah. at all because no, it's, it's all shot so poorly. Yeah, it's true. And That's very it's true. like, come on, there's not even anything like even the most basic baseline like you know bullet kind of thing. No. You know, there's nothing. If somebody was trying to sell this to me on its on its driving. Yeah, in, like car scenes. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, but I've sat through eight Fast and Furious yeah. films. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> fuck off. But Seriously. I mean, I mean, we disagree on this. I know, but I mean, as far as positives go, uh-huh. I did quite like Jamie Foxx's character because while he was pretty one note, I thought he played that one note quite well. Mm. Uh, Kevin Spacey did nothing for me at all. I'm not sure what he was doing in this movie. I think he's gone off his either. mind a bit, like Robert De Niro did. I think it's gone a bit well, mental. Yeah. Um, and the other characters barely register. I mean, there's the whole thing of like classic Edgar Wright foreshadowing when you've got the character who mentions Jason turning out that his real name is Jason and also right. that he is an implacable stalker, a bit like Jason who never dies. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah, okay, I get it, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you've got Darling who barely registers at all. All she is is to be macked on by Buddy yeah. and then die. You know, it's yeah. like and because, then you've, you've because got, Edgar Wright can't write women. You've got Deborah, yeah, who is just who's fucking be, nothing again. Just well, to it's, be it's Ramona Flowers again. Yeah, she has is. no personality and she's not likable. No, at all. But well, she's not unlikable. No, she's, she's not. She's no, just, no, no, She's no. a blank slate, basically. Yeah, she's but, just there to be sort of softly spoken. Then you've got and, stuff that kind of works for me, like when he rings her and he's just like, you know, I'm get, I want, and he's, and he's thinking of his, I'm getting out of his life. Mm. Let's go, let's drive and listen to music and not stop. And I always liked that because it's just so it stops being about characters and starts being almost sort of myth in a way because yeah, it's just so much based around symbols it's, it's, and I like that it's Badlands it's Bonnie and Clyde yeah, yeah. It's, oh and then they have know. him actually in case you didn't get the reference they have them look, actually say oh yeah. hey Bonnie and Clyde yeah Oh, it's it's, it. all, it's also he's he's a big Walter Hill nut, uh, yeah. Edgar, Edgar Wright. So it's very heavily, you know, yeah. it's like you know, Baby Driver. Yeah. It's like a younger version of the Driver. And, yeah, yeah. You know, the Walter Hill film. Yeah. Um, but when it when it gets towards the end, it start. It's almost like he wants to make Drive because it goes all synthy and yeah, and purple yeah, and, and dark, and it's like that as you well. can't do like what's his name, Nicholas Reffin, Nicholas Wind- um, Winding Reffin. Yeah, yeah. You can't do this and Bullet at the same time. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> no, you can't. It doesn't work. And you know, it, it it's just it's again very confused, but you know it throws up some good stuff. It, I quite, I liked his relationship with his um uh, with the sign language uh, with the, the, the foster dad. Yeah. With the foster dad, I quite liked their relationship. I thought that was quite sweet. The way that he drops him off at the nursing home with all the money, you know, mm. I was like, yeah, that's nice and, and the, sweet. The tape, yeah, that's that, that's yeah. But and and you know, I liked the sort of um, I, I guess the word it probably isn't the sort of dichotomy with the fact that he communicates with him. Silently, yeah. When everything he does is all about sound, yeah. That's, and that was a nice yeah, again, kind of yin yang yeah. kind of thing, but a nice, a nice enough like touch. The, and yeah. the sequence, another nice touch for me is during the focus sequence that ends when shit gets super serious because his iPod is shot and destroyed, yeah. And then the music stops, and all you get is the uh, tinnitus ring. Mm. And I thought, yeah, that's good stuff. That's clever use of that sort of diegetic sound and non diegetic. You know, it's it's nice. But then the whole rest of the movie is so surrounded with every nonsensical thing he could possibly throw at the wall mm. that some of it's got to stick, hasn't it? You know. Well, this this thing of him making tapes um, out of the conversations, like making yeah. his own music out. Of it the almost feels like he only did that so that that um, sequence could happen. He's got an iPod all the time. What's what's he having tapes for? 
Yeah, well, I suppose his only, that's his only recording equipment, I suppose, because his yeah. iPods are all old, ones that can't record. Yeah, yeah, but like, why is he making tapes, though? <laughs> well, he's making tapes so that the tapes can later be discovered to fit into that plot Yeah, point. yeah. Otherwise, is, he wouldn't do it. He only does that because it's convenient for the film. And you it's know? like, it's, again, it's more wank. It's just yeah, like, it's wank, you know, yeah. music wank. Um, yeah. I, I, so you can get that shot of him looking at the one that just says mom. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah the one, because his yeah. mom was a singer. yeah. Um, bollocks. <laughs> yeah, utter bollocks. Yeah. Um, it's. Do, do you know what the thought? The thing is of that. Yeah. Again, frustratingly, it feels like he hasn't really moved on from Shaun of the Dead. Not much, um, no. Because the tapes are like making his own music out of the conversations. Yeah. Feels like pastiche. Yeah. Whereas then it get it. He actually tries to sort of recreate the thing that he's being influenced by yeah um and it's like when are you going to do something actually that feels just sincere um and i don't think you can i don't i don't th- he's he's like tarantino he can't grow you know it's and, it, and i don't um, know i don't know whether because because Tarant- when it's tarantino i would argue I, that tarantino I feel like, could can grow well i feel like he tried to Mm. And then, you know, Jackie Brown wasn't very successful and it was yeah. just like, okay, I'm just going to do this for the rest of my life because this is what they like. Yeah. Um, Edgar Wright, I don't think, has even attempted it yet. No, and going really. and And there is no better indicator of that than going back to a film you fucking wrote 20-odd years ago. Yeah. You know, it's like, did you look back at mm. this to see what it was like? Because it's actually not that I, good. The fact that Empire gave that five stars is ludicrous. Oh, and called it one of the most original films of the... the bollocks. Get fucked, Bollock. Empire. Well, Empire's the worst magazine ever written. Like, well, it, it's garbage. It, it, for, yeah, I mean... For it, twats. About 15 years ago, it just turned into FHM. Yeah. Plus. More than 15, I would say. No. Um, what, no, no, 15 sounds about right, actually. Yeah, when I first started reading yeah. it, it was about 97. And I remember I was, was reading, I was really reading it when when like Die Another Day was coming out, mm. and even then it was good. Mm. It was thick and it was full yeah, of long was, articles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. remember because the issue I bought had a really long article at the back, about maybe sixteen, seventeen pages, that was just almost all text, and it was just about old Looney Tunes cartoons and the founding of like the whole termite right. thing. Well, and I'd never seen anything like that before. Yeah, and then right after that, it did an interview with all the surviving pythons that was about eighteen pages long. Right. And then after that, I, you know, just a few years after that, it's just kind of like, uh, here's why um, a True Detective season two is going to be amazing. Yeah. Paid for by like Play.com, you know. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, Ugh. yeah. it's, it's um, Empire, it's, it's fucking yeah, shite. It is, it is shite. Yeah. Um, and to to give Baby Driver this amount of props, I mean, they just suck his cock just forever. Well, the thing is, ev- the problem is everyone does. Well. I mean, this is the problem with any sort of cult mm. filmmaker, mm-hmm. really. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they enjoy the smell of their own farts, and everybody mm. else just fucking huffs them up as well. Um, well. If I may be, and I don't want to get into Tarantino again. No, because we we covered. That. Yeah, I would argue that Tarantino is about four times the filmmaker that Edgar Wright is, just from the off. In well, my, in my humble opinion, feel free to hate his films, and I'm not talking about in terms of writing or necessarily. But in terms I think, of just. Directing? I think in terms of being a director, and I think in terms yeah. of lensing and and cinematography, I think well, the, to Quentin Tarantino is far more mature and the, impressive. The, the the sad thing is that yeah. I, um, if we're not talking about writing, if we're yeah. just talking about directing, then you can't I, stand his writing. No. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I um, think there are shots. He knows how to find I thought. The I think. Shot. I think stuff like Django and stuff like even Bastards has some beautiful shots in it. Well, he knows beautiful framing I mean, and Edgar Wright. I mean, try and think of an indelible image from an Edgar Wright film. There is nothing. Well, maybe. Okay, if if I was if I was reaching, yeah, like an indelible image, maybe you know, Shaun of the Dead when they come out of the pub 
and they've they've sort of got the the framing of Peg and Frost on either side, and the the silhouetted zombie guy in the middle. Um, yeah, so yes, that, that I remember that. That's yeah. a nice image. Yeah, you know. Um, beyond that, I mean, if I think of Tarantino's films, if I think yeah. of iconic images from his stuff, yeah, yeah, there's, there's a few. Well, for me, there's loads. I mean, there are loads. Like Django, after he's blown up the Candyland uh, estate, he turns around and smiles mm. with the big piece of straw in his mouth. And the flames in the background, sort of soft focus. It looks fantastic. Well, I mean, if I, if I think of it, you know, yeah. I'd love to see Edgar Wright craft something on the caliber of that opening interrogation sequence in Glorious Bastards, yeah. which had me fucking on the edge of the seat. Yeah. I mean, that, and, and we're not even talking about the writing. That was just no. like he created an atmosphere that was tense, oppressive, and tense, yeah. and he didn't let it go on long enough that it dissipated. No, and he didn't cut it too short. It yeah. was just like. That was that was a really good fucking pick. Yeah. By the way, I just remember mentioning Tarantino. I yeah. thought of Reservoir Dogs. Oh yeah. The little homage to Reservoir Dogs that they do in space. Yeah. I realize is actually quite clever foreshadowing yeah. for the for the gunfight in the series in series two. Yeah. You know when they're like stop it mm. and they're pointing the guns at each other. It's just like oh wow fuck <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's, yeah. I don't feel that Edgar Wright is a director. That's it. He's mm. an editor. Well, and and coming, he's quite a good editor. Coming to the end of this, I suppose that's the ultimately the point we can make is that he. Almost feels out of his depth directing cinema. Yeah, um, not that I could really, but no, I have. You know, not, yeah. Well, <laughs> eh, um, <laughs> well, no. It's just, and this is the weirdest thing to say about someone. For me, it's like Tarantino. I think Tarantino is a piece of shit. Mm. I, but I genuinely enjoy almost all his films. Like I do. I can't help that I like them a lot. Yeah. And I feel similarly about Edgar Wright. Apart from Baby Driver, which I think is. A tiny bit wretched, and uh, Scott Pilgrim, I think, is a tiny bit wretched. Uh, World's End is flawed as fuck. Mm. The other ones, I think, are good. I do mm. like them, but what I like about them is the jokes. It's not necess- It's not the direction. Yeah, I feel like if I if I think about Edgar Wright's yeah. stuff as a whole, um, I don't know. I mean, Spaced has a lot more going for it in. Than the direction, yeah. I think the direction, well, the, the editing of that helps it. I mean, if we're talking about like that rave, yeah, you know, I mean that is edited to shit, and it looks, yeah. it looks brilliant. It works. Um, but also there is the just the comfort of you know being in that space with those characters that you're becoming to like, and you know the the writing which is really good as well. And I think that's what he needs. And when he's when he's writing for himself. It, it, there's there's nothing else there. Yeah. Well, um, for me, it feels a little bit like the only reason he's a director now is because he was a director already. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. And he just decided to carry on being a director. I might as well. I think if he was to um, maybe write something with with Peg or something, mm. and someone else directed it, you might get an amazing film out of it. Possibly. You know, it, it's like Tarantino. I think if Tarantino directed something someone else had written, you'd have a really great film on your hands. Uh, that is, yeah, potentially very true. Yeah. Um, or if if he, if but he, his ego won't let him do that. No, I don't think, that's, and that's, that's a shame. It. It's a damn shame. But this is the problem. But yeah. where does this ego come from? This is the thing about cult filmmaking. Well, the, the ego has come from Reservoir Dogs being an enormous indie darling and success at, at um, what was it at um, Sundance? Sundance, yeah. And then Pulp Fiction. So. In fact, let's face it, being pretty great. Yeah, and then after that, everything he did, everyone was just like, "Oh yeah, he's the new like Hollywood, like bad wild child and bad boy." Yeah. And he and he really took all that to heart, it seems. Yeah, and then he produced Jackie Brown, and everyone was like, "What?" But it's, I <laughs> we mean, did. yeah, we did. Yeah, um, with people, well, how's he done that? <laughs> oh God, um, imagine Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. instead of Car Share Series 3, yeah. Edgar Wright, you know, career failed, yeah. eating chicken in a car, wanking, 
over um, yeah. the baby driver script. Eh, eh, not as funny. Yeah, no, even funny. that's not, not as funny. funny well, but I, I would like to see it. Yeah. More. Anyway, so I guess I guess that's that. Yeah. Unless you've got any final points you want to make well, about Edgar Wright. I, Edgar Shite. Edgar Shite, yeah. Listen, um, i got to say, I know a lot of people really love Edgar Wright. And, and they're wrong. They're wrong. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. I'm sorry you have bad taste in film directors, and that's fine. One yeah. day you'll be as cool as us. Again, You yeah. agree on everything, me and Ken. We, we agree on everything. Uh, absolutely everything. Yeah, every single thing. Every single thing. There are no films I like that Ken doesn't also like, and it's vice true. versa. Yeah, it's true. The, the, the funny thing... When I think you know, a couple of a couple of podcasts ago, we we covered Kevin Smith, yeah, who is in that bracket of cult filmmaker who became yeah. huge. Well, um, but yeah. I don't feel. I mean, maybe maybe now on the back of like Yoga Hosa, I was like, okay, yeah. I could really see, yeah, he's let this go to his head. But yeah. I, I mean, well, maybe there there he's have let been THC go to his head from yeah. smoking so much weed, right? Uh, but I feel like there have been attempts in his filmography to do something a bit more genuine. Yeah. Like, you know, Jersey Girl was yeah. was nothing like, you know, his, yeah. his VSQ stuff. Chasing and, Amy to some degree. And Clerks 2, he yeah. actually Chasing, wrong. Clerks 2 is beautiful. Chasing Amy, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's made it. And, and for me, it's a shame because, as I said, he was trying to cover it up with vulgarity or yeah. just felt yeah. the need yeah. to yeah. introduce that needlessly. Edgar Wright... <coughs> um, I would I would put in the bracket of like Tarantino who have just like let their ego completely go to their head and like okay well I can yeah. do what I like now because you know my fans will fucking yum yeah well they'll yum yeah absolutely yeah. um so him him and Tarantino but I, there was there was somebody else as well I was thinking of and I can't remember who but yeah basically cult filmmakers are a, a real problem for me and yeah I know um I know you have a sort of inbuilt resentment for them. I, is that I, harsh? Is that too harsh? I, I have a resentment. Is it that you judge them more, sort of like, because you have this cult around you? Mm. You have it's, more of a, Is it like Sam Raimi or something? Well, yeah, I mean, Sam Raimi does come into that, that bracket as well, unfortunately. Yeah. It, it, it basically, anybody anybody who um, hits, hits a note where they are just immune to criticism. Yeah. It's like, you try and criticize them, and you will just get this wall of fucking nerds going, we are going to stab you. Yeah, yeah. Death. You know, and people who inspire that kind of Nolan has that a bit as well, actually. Nolan does yeah. have that, and for, although, although he, I think Nolan is a very talented filmmaker, if I'm honest. Yeah, I think he's yeah. immune to his own fan base, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he buys in his no. own fan base ever. No, um, I never, frankly. I never. I mean, I think he's got this huge fan base, but I'd never see him as a cult director. Is that weird? No, no. You would, yeah. you would, you would never get him. You know, yeah. line out who wants to fucking touch me. Yeah, no, um, never. Tarantino would. Um, I don't want to fucking touch you. Is I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. touch your massive yeah. forehead, you spack. Um, <laughs> uh, mate, it's yeah, not really no, it's, it's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to wrap this up because I need a piss. No, I, I understand Let's that. Wrap it's, up. But it's just, it is that thing of people who yeah. just have this shield of fanboys or fangirls. Yeah. It's like, how? What have you done that they, they just catch on to this? It's almost like mass insanity. Well, I was it, talking about this earlier, and yesterday, and I know you didn't agree with me, but this is just sort of a loose example. Okay. There were sequences watching Spider-Man where people were laughing, and I was thinking, yeah. hang on a minute, that's and this makes me sound like an arsehole, because I can't judge what people find funny. No. But I think there are people who watch things, and I think they fake laugh. You, you made so that point. So that people think, yeah. oh, they like this. Mm. Mm. And I and I know people do that. Yeah, and it's 
Like I, I know for a fact it's kind of phenomenal because there are things I watch that I want other people to like, and I find myself laughing harder than I normally might. Yeah, yeah. But still laughing as if I'm kind of going, "No, this is funny. Laugh with me." You know. Yeah. But see, with with that, when when Spider-Man: Homecoming was just so relentlessly unfunny and the humour did not land for me, and people were like ah, was the guy next to us ah, yeah, ah! like yeah, Luke was, or something. I was pure okay. yeah. <laughs> But like, I'm like, no, there is no way. That is an earnest reaction. <laughs> like, there's no way. No. And nerds want you to know that they love a thing, and if you don't love the thing, they don't want to feel like they have bad taste or anything, mm. so they get really defensive. But there's also that thing of like, I, I feel yeah. like the the example you've just brought up, I yeah. feel, is more like about the individuals trying to make themselves, like, trying to convince themselves that they're having a better time than they are, yeah, rather than, yeah. Um, Trying to defend a, a work against yeah. you know any potential uh, hostility, shall we say? You know when um, we saw the the Infinity War footage just earlier, yeah, and all you can hear is nerds People screaming, whooping and cheering. Like, like, look, like it's the mentals. Guardians of the Galaxy who we've already seen a bunch of times. Yeah, and they're just like, <sighs> you know, and I'm like, guys. You've become marketing. Stop it. Yeah. You have transformed into living at commercial. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. Like they, they, they don't need to put a trailer out. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just put that out, really. It's bizarre. I, Absolutely it bizarre. Is. And it kind of does my head in. And I think Edgar Wright is a little bit like that because people like, you know, if you don't want this, makes this is, again, this is going to sound so smug and, yeah. and, and mean, but yeah. if you don't want to look beyond mm. Hollywood, yeah. then. Edgar Wright's a decent name to drop for someone who has some measure of yeah. auteurism to some degree to his yeah. films. And you can name drop him hmm. and you can guarantee a lot of people are going to go, yeah, he's great. You're yeah. great too because you like him. You know. Yeah, Whereas it. if you were to come on and you would start talking about like Cassavetes or something, everyone would just look at you like, hey, huh? you what? sorry, what, mate? What? Yeah, exactly. Although even people like you know, like Terence Malick are crossing over now as well. But yeah, Terence Malick apparently has completely lost the plot. Yeah, you know, he he took ages between films, and everybody was like, "Oh Christ, the new Terence Malick film!" And now it's like, you know, well, I'd rather Mm. see the new Terence. But there there is cinema out there beyond this shit. Yeah, and you know, I'm not saying I'm above blockbusters. (laughs) I love blockbusters. I love multiplex cinema. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can. You don't have to okay. uh, be a become obsessed with these people. There's no do, need. Okay. Do you know what? Do you know what the thing is? Like the the first yeah. thing I thought when I when I first saw Baby Driver is that yeah. it was juvenile. Yeah. And I feel like this is maybe. Let's say, what am I? Thirty six now. Um, it's like an maybe, old con. Yeah. If I, if I was still like twenty, yeah. if I was nineteen twenty, yeah, I would have seen this shit and thought it was the best thing ever made. Yeah. Right. Um, I think it's. It says a lot that you wrote it so long ago. I think it yeah. says a lot that it it it's got a certain appeal to, you know, younger yeah. people. And I think your tastes do grow. I mean, when yeah. I think about what my tastes were ten years ago, they are markedly different. Yeah, and I'm much more open to yeah. various other styles of cinema that before I would just reject. Yeah. I would just like, no, I'm not watching that because it's not a fucking blockbuster. You yeah. know what I mean? So it, it there is room for improvement. But I feel yeah. like when you get so ferocious about defending a guy like this, yeah, it's like you you've got absolutely no fucking hope. Yeah. He has been incessant on his Twitter yeah. about retweeting any sort of praise. Yeah. I mean, like, Joe Nobody from fucking Slough goes, Edgar Wright has just made the best film in the world, and you fucking retweet it. And it feels like he's making a statement, yeah. as opposed to, like, you know, being... See? Act- See? Yeah. As opposed to actually yeah. celebrating and being proud of something. Mm. It's just like, ha, look, ha, I made this, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I, I That really mm. doesn't sit well with And me. that's, in closing, that's why Edgar Wright should die. Yeah. Uh, Steve. You shouldn't <laughs> die. No. Hey, Edgar, if you're listening, which you probably are, because you probably Google your own name, you can't. Hey. Um, 
Why don't you make a good film? Yeah, make make make, make a make a nice good film again. Do you know what? Challenge yourself. Yeah, make something. Make that, something. Different. I know this is coming from a couple of fucking nobodies, basically. Exactly. But like you know, yeah, why should you care come what on, we think? Just just you know, make something good. Come on. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure you can. Yeah. Because you have before. It just mm. like, just pull your head out your ass. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then we'll put we won't put our fucking foot up yours, eh? Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, we're not planning to do that yeah. anyway. Anyway, I'll, I'll uh, thanks very much for listening to the Kenneth Future episode fifteen. Yeah, Edgar thanks. Wright. I have no idea what we're doing next. Yeah, no, neither do I. What is what a mystery? Oh shit! It's going to be a fun surprise, and I leave you with this Peter K. scream. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>